Hey, fellas. Howdy. Oi. Oh. No, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> It'd be rude not to. Um. Hmm. <laughs> Can we start again? No. No. Oh, man. It's funny now. <laughs> uh, I don't... Well, no, I should save this for the next segment. Don't skip ahead. But then what do we do now? Do we just... Because uh, if... Is it if you're not saying the funny thing now, yeah, yeah, then yeah. we don't have anything funny, Ooh. and then we just have to roll the next segment anyway. So no, it's like I've, naturally I've got, one. I've got one. Is it possible to oh, write another it? one of these fucking questions? Here we go. <laughs> Is it possible to look cool riding a scooter? Uh, as someone who uh, recently did look very cool riding a scooter, yes. <laughs> what sort of scooter are we talking about? Any scooter. Like a razor, any scooter. Razor, no, no. Uh, electric, depending on how expensive it is. Really? Well, they can be like, you know, a few grand. They look pretty cool. You reckon? What about yeah. the big purple ones in the city? Mm, probably not. I'd argue that um, if you were to pick any of the uh, hireable scooters, the purple ones are the coolest because the helmets provided are not super cringe. <laughs> they just cringe. Just medium cringe. Yeah. Not cringe enough to not wear it and risk brain damage. Oh, it'd be so silly. Yeah. Yeah. Or the fine, I assume. Yeah. Well, brain damage should be the thing you're worried about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're already running the risk of that. They don't bother fining you. <laughs> um, uh, a faggio. Oh. Could be cool if you're Italian. A what, sorry? Faggio. Yeah, all right, go on. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Mm. You're absolutely right. Mm. Henry Cavill in a in a neat little suit with a mm. with a bow tie on, on a Faggio. On an e-scooter. He'd look pretty cool. Oh man, he'd he'd look cool on anything. Even a unicycle. It'd be what a do little... you mean even a unicycle? That takes a lot of skill. I feel like that is pretty cool. I'd think he'd even look cool on my missus, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> how cool he is. <laughs> what an image. I'm picturing you in the corner in an armchair. Uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I roll in and, you know, every gavel oh, no, just don't mind on me. my lady. You know. I think Pretty he'd, cool by me. I think he he seems like the kind of guy that would let you sit on the bed right up <laughs> nice and close. <laughs> yeah, he, he's a professional actor. He'd be fine with all sorts of camera angles coming in and around him. <laughs> <laughs> Used to equipment here and there. Big, big boom mics hanging <laughs> over the top. <laughs> if you came across an ad on Facebook Marketplace saying... I'm looking for someone to cuck me. <laughs> we'll pay cold hard cash. Uh, I'd report them from going against Facebook's terms of service. And you think, why not? I could use the easy money. You rock up and there's a full production set <laughs> with 10 cameras, film cast and crew, a sandwich table. Oh, would it? Ooh. What would kind it, of sandwiches? Would, would it change? Uh, would you be able to go through with what you initially thought was just two people being in the room? Pastrami sandwiches or 
Or is it like a subway catering sort of situation? Yeah, yeah. And they get subway. a bit, mm, they get yeah. a bit soggy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Depends how long they've been there for. And they never have the right sauce either. No. They're yeah. always the generic. Yeah. So <laughs> if so it's a subway true. situation, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so, like an artisanal deli. Oh. I might just warm my way in and go, hey, do you mind if I grab a sandwich first? I got to fuel and, up. And depending on how the sandwich goes, mm. stay or leave. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I think I'm in the wrong spot. <laughs> just grab a couple of cookies for the road. Or you just annihilate your sandwich. And if you want to leave, oh, I forgot I'm gluten intolerant. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've come to realize this isn't Alcoholics Anonymous. Thanks for the sandwich anyway. <laughs> Thought these sandwiches were better than usual. <laughs> yep. No, so you're right. Uh, scooters such as the Faggio. Mm. Ridden by either an Italian person or Henry Cavill with a bow tie. Pretty cool. Could be cool, yeah. 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 Where do we land on those purple ones? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was carving up the streets. Cool. I even I even hit the drop dropped off the curb at one point. Wow, well, hey. Yeah. I'm a rebel. Uh cool, but only because you're not drink driving. Yeah, I was drink riding. Yeah. No, no, no. I just had the one beer. It's okay. Okay. I promise. Going back to the concussion versus fine uh, argument, I suppose. It's funny that often with drink driving, that is the case. It's, you know, better not risk drink driving. Don't want to pay the fine. <laughs> As opposed to... What anyone would assume is the sensible response of, I don't want to kill a family. No, don't, don't want to lose my license. Because <laughs> <laughs> mm, that could change your life, losing your license. You know, missed job opportunities and such. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Vehicular what? manslaughter. Eh, not so bad. <laughs> Wrapping yourself around a tree. Eh. I wonder if there's a correlation between drink driving and speeding 20Ks over the limit uh, being... A good driver. That, uh, that, uh, that was a sentence. Yeah, that didn't come out well. <laughs> how uh, how often have you heard old mate go, I reckon uh, I reckon I'd give him a good run on the track if you yeah. put me in down at the supercars. Mm, yeah, and, yeah, and it's the like, Venn diagram of yeah. people that say that and drink driving is a circle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that looks... <laughs> That bloke's drink driving home from Bathurst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going 20Ks over the limit, confirmed race car driver. Mm. Yeah, thinking that he would have gotten at least a second faster in Jamie Winkup's car. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. If exactly. he's still around, I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. yeah. we don't cover that here. No. <laughs> We're all about the balls. <laughs> Do Sport, balls. Sports ball and such. Sports ball. Is mm-hmm. <clears throat> a puck a ball? Uh, uh, no. It's a mm. no. It's a fraction of a ball. Oh, but I guess so are tires at that point. If the puck gets mm. hit at the correct angle, spinning enough, perhaps to the naked eye, it could appear to be a ball. Fact. I'd say that's probably true. It could mm. appear ball-like at times. Mm. You could also spin a tire on the same axis and make it look like a, like uh, a ball. Yeah, but are mm. all sports ball sports? The puck does Swimming. sometimes roll like a ball. <laughs> Although, <laughs> men's swimming. <laughs> Is swimming technically a sport? 
No, it's a bit shit. I feel like <laughs> I feel like it's an activity. It's just a competitive activity. <laughs> In that case, you you have to put pretty much all athletics under there. Can't yeah, 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 more or less. To, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, I did swimming and you know like squad mm. training as a kid, and I got mm. to a certain point and had the same realization. Mm-hmm. This is a bit shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I doing this three times a week after school? Why do I have to get up so early? It's yeah, cold. exactly. <laughs> yeah, no. Couldn't agree more. I think the one time I got into district and then they made us made me turn up to the the early training was when I realised, hey man, this, this ain't it. Not for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, maybe it was when I did really bad at district too. That could have been it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Heat A, probably last place. Who knows? The best bit about going to district was being one of the first races, which mm. was yeah, like E sort yeah. of thing. And then what they do to then qualify or district qualifications anyway to like mm. make the district team is they have a bench of eight seats at the end of the pool. So the by the end of it, the eighth fastest times are part of the team for that uh, stroke. So if you're the first race, you're automatically on the bench. You get out, you're like, ah, ha, ha, king of the castle, king of the castle, I have a chair. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you might get through like the next race and then you're like, oh. <laughs> Five seconds, huh? Yeah, exactly. And then, and then yeah, the third race comes along and you're off. Yeah. <laughs> but what a ride. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I ever sat on the bench. So. Oh. Even despite being in the first heat. <laughs> no, but you, get but a, I, I, you did a day off school, though. So yes. You yep. win some, you win some. Mm. I came eighth and there's clearly eight chairs. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I don't, don't know what to tell you. You're 10 seconds behind everyone. <laughs> this might not be the... Uh... Well, we've got to put the towels somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> this might not be the competitive activity for you. <laughs> Try running. <laughs> Should we roll the song? Uh, y- yep. Uh, here we go. Ooh. There was a lot of activity on the top of the can there. I don't know how. <laughs> What's going on, everyone? We're here with episode number 59 of the Storm of the Beach podcast, talking about all things great and garbage from our sports viewing this week. Scowing oh. on, fellas. Scowing. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yeah. After <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, uh, Matt will say not much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, say the line. Not much. Cool. <laughs> Sweet. Get on, scowing on with you. Oh, mate. Ah. Uh, Work and such. (laughs) (laughs) Just looking forward to the weekend. Thank you for asking. What's going on with you? I'm very sore from basketball yesterday. No subs, full slog. Everything hurts. Mm. All of it. (laughs) Hurts even more when you consider that our win was put down as a loss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Not great. Not great. Um, Last night I was hurting when I got home immediately, so that... You know, 
didn't lend itself to be a good day today. No. If I was immediately sore after. <laughs> uh, almost cramped up in bed trying to fall asleep. Uh, <laughs> both uh, legs. Pickle juice, Bo- IV. Both hammies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Should have just been mainline pickle juice all night. <laughs> Might have been all right today. <laughs> um, but I wouldn't be surprised once we get, you know, an hour 40 in mm. if I get another twinge of a cramp like I did that. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm worried about the cramp. Yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. not worried at all. So we might have to do uh yeah, right. Nice. You and your hard athlete's body over there. <laughs> we can have an intermission for you guys if you want to. Yeah, know, we might have to do lactic um, acid out of there. The only standing podcast on the internet, perhaps. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> In a little bit. Uh but other than that, going all right. That's nice. good. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Been uh, sussing out a bit of chat GPT. Oh, oh yeah. Having a play around with it. Mm. Bit of fun. Um, don't, don't skip ahead to all the recaps this week. <laughs> <laughs> they all have mm. a very, very interesting uh, <laughs> sort of uh, formulaic design to them. Yeah, it's weird. We had to, we had to put in, uh, I don't know, St. Kilda versus Port pre-2019 game recap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just pretend it was the real deal. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, I actually used it to help me write a couple of job applications this week. Mm. Yeah. Pretty handy. <laughs> get the job yet? Or? No, no, I don't know. We'll see. Hopefully it's hit the keywords enough to get me through the uh, automatic Ooh. selection process. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Would you just feed it like the seek application or is it an internal thing you can just feed it? Uh, it was... was it a, no, it was an external one, but basically I just put in my sort of resume... Mm. And work history, and then I put in the, um, the yeah job ad, pretty much, and and the required skills and such, mm. and then said write me a two hundred word application for this one, and then write me a six hundred word application for this one. Cheeky, yeah. The future is now. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> for the for the time being. Oh. Mm. Don't skip ahead. <laughs> I did. I did have a good week though. Actually, anyone ask or yes, <laughs> I believe you did. <laughs> but I don't remember that. What was good about it? Uh, I had a anxiously awaited endodontist appointment. Uh, that is a specially trained surgeon doctor for uh, root canals, I believe. Oh, okay, or dental. I, I actually don't know. I've completely <laughs> fumbled the bag. <laughs> It's something special about teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty anxious because it's been one year since my initial checkup where I was told to basically brace for impact and the reality was a very, very low chance of anything going well uh, facing um, you know, a pretty invasive uh, gum dental surgery resulting in possibly several root canals etc and long story short um when i arrived none of that's needed just a root canal uh everything's healed up there was an infection that went away and it's healing up really well and it was uh, it was unreal good news yeah you love to see it very good news shitty organs are on the way up (laughs) (laughs) invest now before they peak (laughs) even better considering uh you know dental work is considered non-essential by Medicare. Mm. <laughs> and very expensive. <laughs> well, you don't need teeth. 
No, look at the Magpies fans. They're getting on fine. Yeah. <laughs> Get on. They got it. They got a set between them. Get well, on real well. <laughs> to be fair, you can drink Carlton mid without teeth. You just need one to crack the can open. <laughs> oh my toothy God. here. <laughs> well, I assume they're buying it in tally form. <laughs> and you could easily guzzle down meat pies. You could inhale oh, yeah. them so easy. Imagine if you took well, out all your chiclets. You You'd have such a big hole. <laughs> you can't buy the gourmet ones. The gourmet ones are too too rigid. They have to get the classic four and twenty for yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Actually, there's not a lot of jokes to be made about that. They're quite expensive now. Usually about mm. ten dollars when they're not on sale. What? Four and twenty. Oh, a pack of them from yeah. the supermarket. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still better value than the footy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, Remind Actually, me next time we go to a game, though. I will see if I can consume a footy pie without chewing, because I reckon you you're can... just gonna snake it down, <laughs> swallow it. I reckon you probably could, oh, because absolutely. the pastry is so like if you just slurp, you're just gonna gum it down. Is yeah. that what you're gonna try? And <laughs> well, do? I don't have, I don't have, I don't have just raw gum. No, to but use. like you're gonna use like your palate on could, top of your do, mouth. Yeah, you're just gonna smash it between I, the, I, your tongue and the roof of your mouth. Yeah. Well, obviously the filling you don't really have to chew. That's going straight down. It's just depending on how soggy the pastry is, and generally, okay, I mean, quite soggy. I'm gonna give it a go as yeah. well. You could bring along a mortar and pestle and grind it down into a type of. Do you paste. seriously think Collingwood fans are turning up at the footy with a mortar and pestle? They don't know what those two words are. <laughs> I sure hope the sure they not making pesto on the weekend, are they? <laughs> no, that's Colton. <laughs> <laughs> oh man oh, I kind of want pesto now though and all, all that talk of charcuterie off air oh. Oh. Got me feeling salty mm. Do like pesto And all we've got is these German cappuccino choco biscuit bars mm. Which mind you are delightful thank, uh, you, thank you Matthew No worries And they've got the the S that you draw on everything in year five. <laughs> oh. They got the graffiti S on them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are quite nice. That's great. That's great. All right. Um, should we get into the uh, unofficially sponsored Super Butcher Butcher of the Week? Other butchers may be available. Yeah, before you do your actual nomination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you got one? Myself. Because oh. I thought on three separate occasions I can remember over the weekend and the week that was, where I had a nomination and didn't write it down, and I can't remember any of them. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, that hurts. Just a touch. Not great. No. You always no. think you always think you can. Uh, Jerry yeah, looking at you every week when we turn up and say, say something funny, and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Jerry Seinfeld, uh, famous uh, Jew, alleged comedian. <laughs> I wasn't ready. I was, that. I was not ready. Got a mouthful of chocolate. Man, when you pause, I thought you were going to say like actor and not. Oh. I thought he was thinking about his actual occupation. <laughs> Always keeps a notepad by his uh, bedside so he can write down every thought. What, in a sack full of pennies? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Possibly. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. So even the greats uh, can't remember their butchers of the week. Yeah, is the message. 
Jerry Seinfeld, no nominator, <laughs> no nominator of butchers of the week. <laughs> well, yeah, there is a reason why I put so many notes into the outline mm. because I couldn't remember them all. Yeah, maybe his new show will be um, butchers in the car with coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Very niche. Yeah. Well. <laughs> oh, fuck. I've cut my hand off again. <laughs> Trying to break down a whole animal while they drive along. <laughs> I just get one of those people movers and like fold all the seats down. <laughs> like one of those ones in like Miami and stuff. They're like um, trying to surf in the back of it over a little table. Just <laughs> like a pig on it. Trying to cut it up. <laughs> That'd be fun to see. That would be fun to watch. The butcher bus. <laughs> That's what I was picturing in my mind, yeah. Delivering good meats to the people <laughs> of <not laughs> Miami. That slogan's already taken. <laughs> <laughs> On to uh, the actual list. Yeah, I'm sure you've... Yep. Uh, you don't have a nomination, Matty? No. No? Okay, good. Uh Spoilers, uh, but Butcher of the Week, the Boston Bruins, mm. NHL team. Um, don't skip ahead. Ultimate butchering of their whole situation in the playoffs. Um, I'll I'll touch on it later. Yeah. Don't skip ahead. He's seething mad. Look at him. <laughs> I'm actually very happy by the situation, yeah. how it panned out. But, yeah, no fair. But it is... Uh, Disappointing. Disappointing, especially for Boston fans. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sad, sad times. Rope sales through the roof in Boston. <laughs> F- <laughs> Rope and stepladder sales through the roof. <laughs> but uh, at least the people of Boston have a quite a strong NBA team, the Celtics, who yeah. uh, certainly wouldn't lose, especially with Joel Embiid being injured. NBA MVP, Joe Embiid, yep. injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So uh, don't skip ahead. Well, you're forgetting about Hammers. Hammers? Yeah, Hammers. Don't skip ahead. Okay. Hammers Jarden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually saved one of my Butchers of the, Butcher of the Week nominations. Oh. Um, I remembered. Uh, Rescind the nomination? Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> okay. Um, it's just Jurgen Klopp, actually. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. For pulling a hamstring <laughs> <laughs> on the sideline, um, celebrating the final goal in the Liverpool Tottenham game, uh, because he wanted to celebrate aggressively as close to the fourth official as humanly possible. <laughs> That's interesting. He, and um... There's a great photo of <laughs> Jurgen Klopp, yellow card, injured. <laughs> Put in a shift. He tried to uh, pull a Tom Papley down the sideline and didn't end well for him after about eight steps. Yeah, no. <laughs> he did that like hesitant, ooh, hold on. Yeah, yeah. And then went went back again and then went, oh, no, no, hamstring's yeah, yeah, done. Yeah. Uh, reckons if he was a player, he'd be out for six weeks. <laughs> he, he got to, I reckon he got to about up and, yeah, of, yeah. of up and about. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh. Poor bugger. Yeah, nice. Yeah, a couple of weeks on the on the IR and yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, he'll be back before the end of the season. Yeah, Pep Linders, I guess, will have to uh, manage from the from the sideline from now on. Um, Klopp will have to be up in the booth with the headset on. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yeah, unlike any AFL coach this season, seemingly. Everyone oh, loves loving the, the bench. boundary. Yeah. Loving the bench riding. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, hasn't worked for some coaches. No. No. Um, uh, Alistair Clarkson, they need to find him a smaller shirt or something. <laughs> it's not that it's too big. It just looks too big. It I is. Think, it is. Is it the big. length? I think it's the no, length. It's the width. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. It like he looks like uh, a six-year-old wearing his dad's yeah, like, t-shirt. <laughs> like the lines match up to where his shoulders are, like mm. mine are here. But somehow it doesn't look like they do, and the polo sleeves come down to about his elbows. Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> it's outrageous. <laughs> it it looks very silly. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps it's a ploy to draw attention away from the side. Possibly. Yeah. Throwing himself into the fire. <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> Not really working, sadly. <laughs> Doing the exact opposite. <laughs> We're talking about it. Oh. Mm. Well. Mm. All right. Any uh any movements on the shit list? I have two. Oh. oh. One of them You have a coffee before this or what? one you will not expect uh but the first one is possibly um i think we should reconsider the phoenix suns because the owner uh matt with one t ish bi ish yeah matt with one t yes put him on a list yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh he says suns games will no longer be available on cable and plans to make uh, their games free to watch on uh, local channels. That is pretty cool. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Yeah. But I think Devin Booker should stay, but maybe the Phoenix Suns as an organization should um. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's definitely a, a clear separation between those two. Yeah. yeah Church sure. and state, if you will. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Art and artist. Yeah. But he says, we're not focusing on money. We're focusing on winning success, taking care of fans, taking care of the community. Hmm. Oh, hmm. Pretty nice thing to say. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's uh, that's a good move. So we may uh, may have a withdrawal, perhaps from the list. Hmm. Pending, maybe. That's. Uh, I'm definitely pro making more games available mm-hmm. to at least I don't know working class normal people. I mean, yeah, it was at least the portion of America that. Should yeah. be watching the Phoenix Suns games, yeah, the West like Coast or whatever. The yeah. home fans, yeah, at yeah. least, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and my other nomination is uh, Josh Giddy. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. I think I might know why. Because uh, turns out he wasn't a Hawthorne fan at all. He was just a Tom Mitchell fan. Uh, yeah. Look, he's allegedly uh, mates, like actual mates, with Nick Dacos as well. Yeah. It has been for a while, so doesn't help the case. I mean, it. it he's got that ball ball magnets app or whatever it yeah. is with Tom Mitchell and mm. stuff, so it kind of makes sense. But also, fuck him. <laughs> he's pulled a bit of a Jack Harlow. Ooh. Oh, oh, there's a throwback to last season. And he's uh, <laughs> skip back if you want. Yeah, we'll still be go here. back and listen. That's a great one. Owning of perhaps eighteen different bucket hats. <laughs> 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 Very specific, very specific bucket hats. I, I mm. think he probably has quite a quite a large bucket hat collection. 
he is the kind of guy that would yeah. wear a lot of bucket hats. <laughs> yeah. He does seem like a bucket connoisseur. <laughs> Jack Harlow. Yeah. Oh, now I want ice cream. Ooh, me too. Mm. Anyway, that is disappointing, especially to see him holding a Collingwood jersey. They're a big mm. enough club. They have enough fans. It, it's possible he's still just salty from that time I beat him at Scissors Paper Rock. Oh, um, could he be. He could be personally holding a grudge. Um, which I, I say, uh, Mr. Giddy, uh, <laughs> if you've got a problem, um, come on the show. Ooh. We'll talk it out. Yeah, we'll talk it out. Um, Isaac's number is uh, 04. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I did see he blocked you on Twitter and Instagram. So might have to hit him up. Uh, yeah, with the official account, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. Just make it, you know, a, a business opportunity yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll have to hit up his business manager or something. Um, or uh, when he gets back on that shout-out platform, Swish, when he when he's back on Swish, we'll put through an official request through there, you know, pay the 100 bucks or whatever, be like, hey, can you help on our podcast? Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I have to read it. <laughs> yeah. Please uh, don't phone it in. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Collingwood having a lot of fans, Ooh. they may get some more, oh. which is slightly annoying. Unusual. So everyone knows of uh, Mason 610 Cox, right? You know, the, well, big, the big Texan. Yeah. Rings a bell. Very yeah. cool guy. Coolish uh, goggles. Um, 60 Minutes in America mm. uh, just <clears throat> released a, you know, 60-minute thing over there about Aussie Rules football. The full show. Uh, yeah, Aussie Rules football uh, and, you know, starring, obviously, the Texan himself yeah. and their team. Okay. And some, uh, yeah, some sort of chat-throughs with him and some other players and stuff like that. So just when you think, uh, yeah. yeah. And he's such a likable guy. He is. He is. That hurts. Um, But, yeah. Got a big market over there that they may be trying to tap into a bit more. I, I I could see the Americans getting around AFL. More so than the NRL, I think. Yes, definitely. There's been a few of those uh, YouTube YouTuber react videos. Oh, mm, yeah. Uh, averaging anywhere from 50 to 110 views. <laughs> uh, but, Wide range. But they're going hard watching 20-minute mm. compilations of top AFL big hits. Oh, they love it. They love 75% Barry yeah. Hall. <laughs> I think the most common thing you hear them say, I maybe watched, skimmed through two or three different videos, word for word, it's like, oh, it's as big as the hits in the NFL, but they don't wear any gear. Mm. Mm. Pretty cool. Well, except we have rules, you know, Protecting the head of yeah. athletes no instead of just slapping a helmet on them and go and have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and we don't play on turf that's you know purposefully made to rip ACLs in three pieces, so. destroy careers. <laughs> yeah, that is questionable. Yeah, the only trouble with cracking into the American market is uh, going to be the fields mm. for sure. Oh, we don't have to play over there. It's okay. Oh yeah. I, they can come here. <laughs> Mason did. Look at him now. <laughs> All right. Should we get into our uh, round seven recap? Time on. Yep. Uh, oh, 
wow, that new soundboard um, sample that I inputted over the weekend was absolutely killer. Yeah, pretty good, hey. Yeah. Uh, more new new sounds coming coming this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I, I I ever so kindly mute my own microphone as I'm about to munch into a biscuit, <laughs> and Matt's just over there like, <laughs> <laughs> like the fucking cookie monster into his microphone. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> he's too far away. To actually, you know, I know, mute it I know. It's just, but, it's just so funny. But the timing, still the timing. <laughs> I really hope that came through for the listeners at home because uh, that was great. Just sitting here, so. Uh, but yes, we begin uh, at Marvel Stadium on Friday night. We saw St Kilda take on Port Adelaide, but before then, we flash back to Wednesday night. Three handsome young men were sat around a table, not dissimilar to this one. Hmm. They were discussing a curse that had been placed on one of them by none other than a holy saint. Around the table, a scheme was hatched in an attempt to benefit from the wretched curse. But there was one handsome young man that tried to defy the curse and tipped the saints even though the ancient curse had been set in motion. After extensive analysis, I am convinced that Matt tipping St Kilda amplified the Isaac effect and Jason Horn Francis was the benefactor. <laughs> The ancient spirits possessing the young gun and imbued him with all their power. He led the game with a career high, 11 clearances, shocking the Saints with 25 touches and pulled the wings off Saints on seven occasions and pulled them to the ground. It was a close affair and the game certainly wasn't over until it was over, but ultimately power prevailed and won the game by seven points. Uh, St. Kilda, 11-10-76, Port, 12-11-83. And yes, that is all you get. Uh, it took a lot of creative juice coming up with that narrative. <laughs> <laughs> what a game, though. But, yeah, uh, actually, though, Jason Horn francis was like, every time he got the ball, you're like, wowie. Yeah, he was pretty huge. Have yeah, pretty huge. Uh, it was a good game. Mm. It was a really exciting watch. Um, Alir Alir locked down the fourth quarter. Mm. Pretty classic from him, hey, this yeah. season, yeah. Um. Yeah, and huge props to Jason Horn Francis. So cool. Um, when he pulls out some of the stuff, like, might have been towards the end of the third quarter, he comes running through, crumbs it, and it looks effortless as he kicks it about 50 metres. Mm. And, you know, he's not the biggest guy. and He's, he's only definitely gotten width on his shoulders in the last yeah, year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah, <clears throat> he can break out of the pack now. He might be 21. 2021 20, tops so you would assume nine plus ten at least could <laughs> potentially get a little bit stronger still mm. <laughs> uh yeah nah awesome game gee i'm glad i picked st kilda being all the way back at I, marvel i appreciate it mm. we i don't know where we stand on the curse because the only game won thus far was when it was tipped and shooed in exactly so the shoe in um in theory counteracted it Mm. Uh, more testing to be done, yeah. I think, on that particular effect, given that it was probably the one time it's actually happened. Yeah. The curse uh, still very much alive. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> this wasn't, in no regard, was this trying to get rid of the curse. Um, no. I was, no, I was no. just trying to um, profit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is fair enough. Yeah. 
All STB stocks against Saints. This without a horse in this game watching it, except for literally the meme. It was a it was a ride. <laughs> <laughs> On to Saturday. Uh at the Gabba. Gabbatoire, if you will. Oh. The Gabba Fortress, as the oh. AFL writers write. No, they don't, surely. The Gabba House of Cards, perhaps? Dead set. AFL.com.au, the Gabba Fortress. It's right there. It's literally right. (laughs) It's slapping you in the face. They're probably worried about the animal cruelty. There's Um, one other word that you could (laughs) tie the word Gabba into. (laughs) Well, they're Gabberific. Um. <laughs> Not a fan? Absolutely gabhorrent naming. <laughs> oh, that actually works really well. <laughs> oh, Lord. What is the difference between Disney's The Lion King and a Dane Zorko injury? Nothing. They're both works of fiction. <laughs> Although, Zorko does bear an uncanny resemblance to the Disney character Scar. Known trickster, liar, and villainous coward. If suicide is a cowardly act, why is Dane Zorko still around? Fremantle's midfielder, Matthew Johnson, was issued a two-game suspension when he made the fatal mistake of putting his hands on the wannabe king of the limes. Moving away from the elephant graveyard and to Pride Rock, where the real king, Lockie Neal, shone with 35 disposals, paving the way for his son, Simba Ashcroft, who bagged two goals and 26 disposals. Fremantle's season is starting off oh-so-wrong, but Amira was determined to be impactful in his 150th game, scoring two goals and 18 disposals. Caleb and Jaeger's efforts were somewhat wasted on a team that looked lost and uncompetitive. The godforsaken smell of the gabatoire wafted throughout Brisbane as the Docktown perps were swiftly processed on the killing floor. Final score... Lions 17 13, 115 to Freo 10 7, 67. Little throwback to the Docktown perps. Yeah, nice one. People, I do like that one. <laughs> people are saying that. <laughs> Ooh. That, was a, that was a nice, easy clap for my shoe of the week. It doesn't get much easier than Perth team coming to the Gabatoire. No. No. Down on their luck, Perth <laughs> team coming to the Gabatoire. <laughs> Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, well, they're still tr- trying to find their land legs. <laughs> um, it's a long sail to get yeah. to Brisbane from Perth. <laughs> to completely, I don't know, 180 on the jokes and whatnot, but whatever. <laughs> We're a podcast. I care about sport. Uh, Do you? Dane Zorko was what Matthew Johnson... Uh, it was a high tackle against Dane Zorko. It was. It met all the criteria uh, on paper. Mm. But, you know, it's Dane Zorko. Was he slung to the ground and his head ping-ponged off the ground? He's rolling around like a EPL player for about five minutes. You know, probably, uh, in this host's opinion, not a two-game suspension. Mm. Yeah, uh, flogs get flogged. Yeah. I'm not a fan of Zorko. Yeah. No. No, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, 
Uh, but like Will Day's suspension a couple of weeks ago um, was also, I don't think, worthy of a two-game suspension either. Mm, and yeah. that got done. But if they keep it consistent, yes. there shouldn't be a problem. Won't be an issue. Yeah, exactly. Um, as long as they're checking the same boxes from yeah. the start to finish of a season, I think yeah. you can't yeah. really have an issue with it, can you? So. And not just this year because of the uh, uh, class action lawsuits yeah. that no. have been filed hand over fist against the AFL. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanted to avoid any jokes about the tribunal or whatever because, you know, we couldn't have the game without the umpires. mm well said. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. But uh, I don't know. Watch it. Maybe watch it for yourself. Dane Zorko, Matthew Johnson, high tackle. Determine for yourself whether, yeah. Is it in the uh, highlight video? It might be. Oh. Might be in the lowlights. Ooh. You know. Wow. It's, it's a bit of he said, she said. Mm. Maybe he was slung to the ground. Maybe he fell over. Maybe he's a flog. <laughs> Both can be true. 50-50. Not, not mutually exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Saturday afternoon, and we settled in for the skirmish of the suspension span at the SCG, the Sydney Swans sharing a spread with their rivals from across the sound, the big, big giants. <laughs> what the f***? Is that name? <laughs> <laughs> I know Sydney Harbour Bridge isn't technically a suspension bridge, but it is what it is. It's suspended above water. Yeah, exactly. Creative licensing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sick of hearing about the Battle of the Bridge. <laughs> right. I'm over it. <laughs> All the mechanical engineers that listen to this podcast are fucking furious. They just punch their steering wheel. <laughs> 75% of uh, all all road rage incidents over the next week are going to be mechanical engineers <laughs> as you wait. Uh, all right. Some would accuse the Swans of parkering the bus, Luke leading all ball getters with 33 touches, while the Giants, Tom, showed he's no greenhorn. The midfielder playing like a seasoned veteran with 31 disposals, leading the team in orange. Lancelot Franklin certainly was a handy addition for the Swans, returning from injury with three goals. And Will Haywood was also damaging in front of goal, the haymaker landing a three-piece combo. And speaking of combos, Logan McDonald certainly was happy he wasn't making a meal of his shots either, with three straight goals. Harry certainly added a bit of spice to the game, the Perry Perryman slotting two of his three goals in the last quarter to keep the contest close. While the jolly green, not-so-big giant Toby was money in front of the beanstalks with his four <laughs> golden eggs. With the game in the balance, Toby put the great in greater, showing life really is green, green and greener in Western Sydney. Toby won Kenobi used his training to force push away his opponent and curl in a goal at the death to put the Giants up by one point with 45 seconds to go. The Giants squashed Sydney's hopes of a comeback after the Swans laid an egg, not converting in front of goal. Sydney Swans, 16-10-106 versus the G-Men, 17-5-107. Tough to watch as a Swans fan. Just crumbling away again Mm. at the SCG. Oh, yeah. Two matches in a row. What a fortress. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit of a uh, different side missing every key defender. No, it wasn't McCartan, but 
Uh, maybe one of them. Yeah, fifty percent of McCartan's work. <laughs> <in play. laughs> but yeah, it certainly doesn't help stopping the other team from scoring when you don't have you guys that stop the other team from no, scoring. No, that is profound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the end of the day, sports are won by scoring more points than the other team. Hard to stop without your defenders. Mm. Uh, yeah, tough, tough loss for the Swans. Not a big game for defence either way, I don't think. But, no. Um, and spoilers, not the only game this week that was anything like that. So mm. <laughs> correct. <laughs> lots, lots of points around the country. Yeah, and goals, and lots of goals around the country too. <laughs> oh, it's me. We travel to we travel to Marvel. Oh, marvelous! <sighs> marvelous. It's my turn to make the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm not sure how funny Western Bulldogs versus Hawthorne will be. Oh. Don't skip ahead. I can't remember. <laughs> Hawks fans rejoiced as Mitch Lewis was finally named in the squad. The key forward returning from his knee injury after not playing uh, since round 20 last season. On the other side of the pitch, Bulldogs fans were celebrating Marcus Bontempelli's 200th game at the club uh, and just the 23rd player in Bulldogs history to log that achievement. So, congratulations. It's a good thing uh, the Hawks have a go-to hitman at the moment. The Irish danger man, Connor Nash, was uh, set to shut him down. And as usual, the big Irishman managed to outperform the man he was tasked with tagging, Nashy rounding up 26 disposals and limiting Bontempelli to a performance below his best, uh, the talisman only grabbing 19 touches. Ooh. Suck it. Multi-havers would have hated that. <laughs> Is 20 the cutoff most of the time? Or? There's usually just around figure, it's like 15, yeah, okay. 20, 25, 30 sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, the first half was a battle and could have gone either way. A goal for the Hawks, a goal for the Dogs, two goals for the Hawks, two goals for the Dogs. The back and forth, tit for tat, surely keeping fans and neutrals excited. But it was not meant to be. Uh, <laughs> a serendipitous return for the big Hawk forward, Mitch Lewis, uh, for getting his kicking boots, which is, I mean, fair after so much time off. But he only managed to bag one goal for behinds. Uh, but at least he managed to tick the returning snag bag of box. So thank mm. you very much. For the Dogs, Aaron Fortin kicked four more goals than naught to top the scoring ahead of Luke Bruce by just the one goal. <laughs> As always, it was a positive match for the Hawthorne fans looking forward towards the future. Will had a day, the young man straight back into an MVP performance with 30 disposals, uh, with a goal and seven clearances. John Newcomb, also a positive impact as usual. The Machine, finishing with two goals, 24 touches, uh, 19 of those were contested, uh, and then a game-high nine clearances, one ahead of another young Hawk finding their feet, James Warple, who was also in the goals with one goal, 25 disposals. Uh, but yeah, the Bulldogs managed to grind out the win, never really pulling away until the death, but certainly deserving the win after their second half. Uh, Bulldogs, 14-10-94. Hawks, 9-11-65. Aaron Fortin. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Had to have one joke in there. (laughs) It's like a play on words, but it's also a number. But numbers are words. Whoa, man. Whoa. I don't know. (laughs) It felt wrong, but I I didn't hate it. Whoa, man. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, no. Um, the Bulldogs really did actually grind out the win, though. It was tough. They did. Mm. Yeah. I um, I'm. 
as uh, Bill Hader says in Hot Rod, I'm just green with jealous rage right now. <laughs> uh, why can't my club look like that? Yeah, well, like it wasn't it wasn't like a crazy like I wish I wish Hawthorne were playing like that performance, but no, yeah, no it was still better. It's um from from where the, the Hawks looked at the start of this season, they mm. really do they they just look like a club now that go out there and, and want to win. Yeah, I mean the the first half definitely shows that it was. I mean Hawks in the lead by you know a whisker. Yeah. for m- most of the first half. Yeah. Um. So. And maybe one of the worst beats being the Geelong game. In light of how Geelong have been performing the past four rounds, it certainly doesn't seem like the Hawks are the outliers in that situation. Mm. Uh, and then obviously the heartbreak game against the Crows, but still, un- they had to really earn that win. Oh, and heartbreak against the <laughs> against the the Giants. That's right. But I didn't mean to bring that. Up. <laughs> I, I was being sincere. No, 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 you're good. But yeah, no, like uh, as Just heartbreaking. Thank you for all the close losses they've had this year. As heartbreaking as a close loss is, I would obviously rather it over ninety points. Uh, yeah, uh, the north, the north margins, if you will. Um, but yeah, no, you know, the future is exciting. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. as they say. <laughs> Chelsea fans have been saying it all year. So. <laughs> oh, man. I uh, can't wait to find out the Arsenal-Chelsea score, actually. I don't know yet. Don't skip ahead. Oh, it's probably about a billion to one. But, yeah, we won't, we won't <laughs> skip ahead. Uh, over to the G for Melbourne versus North Melbourne. Ooh. Uh-oh. Melbourne Derby. Ooh. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Injury-plagued Charlie Combin, who has a history darker than the Germans circa 1944, has broken his leg. We hope that the 21-year-old can recover. What with sports science ever-evolving and such, back in odd 32, losing an arm was a career-ender, but now with modern science and AI, I suspect by 2028, players will be able to recover from inconveniences such as decapitation. (laughs) North Melbourne fans watched in horror as their beloved ruse were branded for sacrifice by Satan himself. Don't skip ahead. Much like Spielberg scared a generation of people from swimming in the ocean with 1975 hit movie Jaws, the ruse are going to be visiting Sunday Mass en masse to exercise their demons this coming week. The 90-point blowout had Clarko stating, if we're going to lose by 90 points, might as well lose with kids suggesting to give more young fellows a run. Proving his worth as a veteran coach, he answered questions well and managed to keep a smile on his face, despite the look of a father who's discovered his daughter is a porn star debuting in a 10-man gangbang scene. (laughs) He looked hollowed out. North managed to slot the last three majors of the game. Perhaps a sign of the Ds taking their foot off the gas, or hopefully... The shinboners starting to realise football is a four-quarter affair. Clayne Oliver secured 37 possessions, making a case for Brownlow as the young man continues to improve each season. Great men can admit defeat. Good men can debate with tact and class. Weak men assassinate character. I, sir, am a weak man. (laughs) Clayne Oliver looks like a lollipop rolled around in dog hair. (laughs) Bailey Fritch looks like he'd hit you with a 
I'm calling my father about this. He's a lawyer <laughs> when you tackle him. And I don't know much about Protractor, but I bet he sucks. <laughs> Final score is somewhere. I've lost it. Top of the recap, in it? Melbourne, 139. North Melbourne, 49. Yeah. Sheesh. Huge. Look, I did say last week this was going to be about a 100-point loss. You so did. credit to... Uh, Credit to North for dragging it back under 100 points at the end there. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Unders betters would have been happy that it came in under the 100 point. No. What's the thing where you do the thing? The line. The line was a lot. The line was like 50, so they covered that easy. Take yeah. that every time. But okay. um, uh, it would have been around the total points, I reckon. But yeah. look, yeah. You're going to get that against the best teams. Not much you uh, can do. Yeah, I'm not... 90 points is a lot. Yeah. So... Yeah. Is it? But... Wasn't the biggest loss this round. Yeah. <laughs> but we don't have half our team missing. <laughs> They're all there. Yeah. Uh, don't skip ahead. Don't skip ahead. No, but... no. You make a good point. I think to be a team that has ended bottom three of the ladder for the last four seasons. Uh, you can't expect to really come away from a game against Geelong or Melbourne, any of the top four sides uh, or reigning premiers, for example, um, and expect anything less than 50 points. Yeah. So I kind of get what you're saying there. Um, and Clarko did give a really good post-match interview uh, where he was talking about serious changes need to be made. And it's great to see because just it doesn't feel like we've had that in the club for quite some time. Mm. And I think hopefully Alistair Clarkson, one of the greats uh, to coach, is definitely going to shake things up. And, yeah, as he said, um, you know, if you're going to lose a game by 100 points, it might as well be all VFL kids. and Yeah. Give everyone a run and see what you can do. Yeah, exactly. Because there's no... Uh, Todd Goldstein recently had his 300th game, and it's sad to see him always show up and give 100% and just not really have the supporting cast. Yep, definitely. But at least you've got the coach who, you know, by all accounts, you would suspect is there to weather the storm. I sure like he's, he's, so. he's yeah. not a new coach early in his career who's trying to prove himself and is... Yes going to, you know, be booted back to an assistant role. Doesn't have any questions to yeah. answer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. That's a good point. So that that's a big, uh, I think that's a big plus either way. Yeah. And uh, Melbourne did kick obscenely straight in regards to their goal kicking too. 22-7. When you have that many shots on goal, you don't often kick. True. You know, True. three times as many goals as behinds. Oh, well. It's over now. <laughs> Until next week. <laughs> Until this week. <laughs> Never know. Might Anything could happen. Might, might rain at Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> Roof. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinklers might be on. <laughs> North fans lighting a fire inside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good move. Set the smoke alarms off. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hmm. Alrighty. To take a bit of the uh the sting out of that match for Maddie at least. 
Mm. Uh, Saturday afternoon out west, uh, prime time here on the main side of the country. Uh, <laughs> and we awaited a match that some described as must-miss TV. <laughs> a clash between the Carlton Blues and the West Coast Eagles. Um, funnily enough, because of what was happening at, at the MCG, uh, this game turned into must-watch TV because <laughs> the other game was so painful to watch. I quickly switched over and uh, decided to watch this one instead. Yep. Uh, after being called out for their tactics of scoring first, only to let their opponents win, West Coast instead opted to let Carlton score first <laughs> inside the first two minutes. <laughs> Unfortunately, this two minutes was to be the closest the Eagles would be to the Blues all match. <laughs> Perhaps uh, back to the drawing board for a new strategy that doesn't involve more of their players getting injured. Oh, yeah, tough times. Mm. Tough times never last. Tough people last. Uh, but if you're not tough enough, you all get injured. <laughs> Hire a better tough times definitely last. Then easy. Yeah, true. Let's be nice and cover the Eagles first. Uh, Professor Xavier O'Neill found himself freewheeling his way around the ground, the midfielder rolling up forward for two goals and one behind to go with his 16 disposals, while Allen kept the West Coast fans from becoming too grouchy, Oscar kicking two goals straight. Tim Tim Kelly was once again the lone bush ranger in the Eagles midfield, sticking up 27 disposals. And we touched on the Blues ball getters potentially having a bigger game than last week, which was big, but this week they were immense. With Nick looking like a Newman down back and Blake having acres of space for Carlton, leading the way with 34 disposals each. The Blues were doing as they pleased and seemingly playing keepings off with six players on 30-plus disposals for the match. Jack Silvani took some golden opportunities to kick three goals, and Mackay did MK with his two goals and one behind. <laughs> now, while it was very one-sided, at least Charlie Kerr knows how to keep the fans entertained, kicking his ninth goal halfway through the last quarter, keeping the fans on the edge of their seats for the 10th major. Unfortunately for footy fans, it seems that Michael Voss is a master of edging, giving Charlie <laughs> a comfy spot on the bench at the end of the game, and leaving the Carlton fans with their blue bags and only partially satisfied with the win. <laughs> West Coast Eagles, 6-8-44. Carlton Blues, 23-14-152. The, the, you know, getting subbed off at the end, and that, that, that's just their club culture. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah you, you have to respect that. Mm-hmm. Um, Volsky knows how it works down there. <laughs> Likes to likes to keep tradition alive with the blue mm. baggers, um, but what an immense game! Nine goals, three. Yeah, oh. <laughs> mm. not, not bad kicking. Good luck. To, yeah, exactly. Good luck to the other guys. Oh boy, where does that put the Coleman at then? Because I mean, he hasn't been as good. On average, I don't think. No, as. but he took. He obviously took the lead with that one. Oh, did he? Um, <laughs> and then uh, it's like him and Jeremy Cameron. Mm. I think JC may have had three. Yeah. So. Let's have a look. Yeah, he's going to have to have a big game. Don't skip some, ahead. Somewhere to make up for that. Don't skip ahead, but they're both on the same amount of goals now. What's that? 30. Yeah. After seven? After, uh, after Kerno's nine. No, after seven rounds, I mean. After yeah. seven rounds, yep. yeah. Not bad. Uh, and Hawkins got himself up into 
Oh, don't skip ahead. Equal third. Don't skip ahead. Yeah, just a small performance from the big man. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty handy. That is actually up next. Ooh-wee. Wowie, here we go. Essendon versus Geelong at the MCG. Geelong made their way across Port Phillip Bay to the great city of Melbourne and the home of footy, the MCG. The Geelong aircraft carrier pulled up at the Port of Melbourne and immediately Tomcat F-14 Hawkins took to the skies immediately and began strafing runs along the still-grounded bombers. The Ace had logged four goals in the first 20 minutes of play before any of the bombers had left the ground. Somehow, Sam, he loves a goal, Draper, lumbered along the runway and managed to get to the air and logged the first damage for Essendon. Unfortunately uh, for the Bombers, they never really fully recovered from the opening salvo from Tomcat and co. Uh, Their opening margin of 38 points, truly just too much to recover from. The Geelong fighters seemed to cruise, bracket, Tom, close bracket, (laughs) to victory after quarter time. A bag from Sam Wiedemann gives him his ace status for the match. Uh, Wiedemann and Stringer were two of a few bombers keeping the lights on in the hangars during the Geelong air raids. Stringer logging four goals from 26 disposals, 11 clearances, his best performance in red and black. Yeah, nice one. Nice little pie there. Well, slightly more than a pie. Slightly more than a pie. A little bit more than you bargain for sometimes. Toby Green got slightly more than a pie as well. (laughs) Darcy tried to spread his thoughts and prayers amongst the Essendon parishioners, but his 38 disposals, outrageous, not enough to help the Bombers over the line. However, it was 10 disposals more than the next best on ground, Patrick Danger Zone. Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Although, ultimately, the Bombers were able to deal some damage of their own. The superior power of the F-14 Tomcat ripped the Bombers apart. His total of eight goals, one behind with 13 score involvements, just too much damage for the Bombers to give back. Essendon, 16-8-104, Geelong, 2012-132. It, it ended up being closer than I thought it was going to be after the first yeah, quarter. I, th- I, I think they literally just kind of went, yeah, all right. Yeah. Kick some goals away, why don't you? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty impressive when uh, nine of your 13 kicks for the match are a score. <laughs> yeah Just hanging around down there Yeah just chilling <laughs> Not that many contested marks too Yeah Comparatively Bit too so easy I was like, oh. Just um, roaming around out there Just quietly though Essendon are back where they belong They are now outside the top eight uh, Order is slowly being restored to the world St Kilda will see you outside the top eight soon <laughs> Alrighty. <clears throat> Sunday afternoon and we were under the dome of the not-so-marvellous home of the Richmond Tigers as they begrudgingly hosted the Gold Coast Suns. Ben, ring-a-ding-ding, you've got the king, made an early call towards the goals with the first major of the match. To the glee of Suns fans, he rang the goal hotline another three times for a match-high four majors. Holman got a hold of two goals for Gold Coast, while Samson Ryan showed his strength at the other end for the Tigers, ticking kicking two goals straight. The ball was in no short supply for the Tigers, thanks to Jaden's 32 disposals, while it seemed like Timmy Turan to wherever short dished it because he also finished with 32 touches. Hmm. Mr. Anderson was everywhere for the Suns, Noah kicking the one goal to go with his 32 disposals, and Darcy McPherson was 
trucking the ball up and down the field for the Gold Coast, shipping it 31 times. Despite having plenty of opportunities at goal and the weather being a non-factor under the roof, it seemed Richmond were kicking for the targets at the MCG, finishing with six goals and 12 behinds. Gold Coast Suns finally breaking through and shining under the roof of Marvel Stadium this season. Richmond 6-12-48, Gold Coast 11-6-72. Boy, was I pumped watching this game. Yeah. <laughs> I was so happy to see. There was a lot of that gun, right? Yeah. Ben King under the roof, perfect conditions, sticky mitts, Ooh. taking some marks, kicking some goals. He's r- remarkable when he's on. Yeah. Just needs to sort of sort out that unsticky mitt situation. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. That's pretty much it. Yeah. yeah. Everything else he does is outstanding usually more or less uh the midfield held up pretty well without Tuke miller as well so that's good yeah. to see um a few adjustments made here and there uh worked out all right um big witsy was once again absolutely gassed by the end of the match so hopefully he <laughs> plays this week and isn't isn't rested from uh general soreness again but well he, he was huffing and puffing coming in against pretty Pretty good ruck this week. Yeah, pretty good combo. Yeah, so we'll see. Hopefully. Yeah, look. <laughs> see how we go. Levi's not going to be able to do it. No. <laughs> do you think he could lose weight to try to increase his stamina and stuff? Or Probably. Is- yeah, all right, po- you Zion hater. Pos- yeah. <laughs> I mean, possibly, but I think then he would lose some of his... Um, craft, yeah, rock craft, yeah, and just the general mass that helps, yeah, you know, general mass move, move, move some of the other guys around, yeah, um, yeah, just simply run more, train, oh, train hard, oh, but Win he's hard. he's also it's not like he's fat as well, like he's no, an no, AFL no, player, exactly. So. I just I wonder if there were is anything he could do to increase his. I don't know. Up time. I, I think big he, off season. Yeah, I think he just burns too many calories. He's just too big a human. He is six He's, foot ten, yeah. one hundred and ten kilos. Yeah, you know, yeah. you can't get. You probably can't get much skinnier than that. Anyway, no, unless you're like Kevin Durant sort of build. But he's clearly not that. He's not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it seemed like last quarter he he went off, and it seemed like he had all of I don't know, forty five seconds on the bench before he got thrown back out there again. Poor fella. <laughs> Maybe it's. Bad team management. Sucking in the big O2s on the bench. <laughs> Maybe. Mm. Maybe they just need to get a get the rotation better secondary right. Ruckman. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. But still, you love to see the effort from him. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, Adelaide Oval for the Sunday night. Oh, I can't, clash. can't wait to see the result of this shootout I predicted. <laughs> oh, boys. <laughs> I can't wait to listen to the recap Matt wrote. Goals, an goals, goals. Before, uh, reading. <laughs> Football in it fans overjoyed with epic Sunday night clash featuring low scoring and nail-biting action. Oh, man. Could you imagine an actual football game with this score? It'd be <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> the Birds of Adelaide faced off against the Birds of Melbourne in what can only be described as two sporting clubs with AV's mascots playing each other 
in the game of football. Crows fans were <laughs> suicidal at halftime, looking at the scoreboard that read three goals, ten. <laughs> it screamed at them like a howling alarm clock on a Monday morning after a big night out. We're talking two, no, three mid-strength beers. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> By the third quarter, with six majors and 15 behinds to Collingwood's 5-5, Adelaide <laughs> fans were vomiting all over their own laps knowing that they've done nothing to thwart the pesky pies who should have been buried by this point. Sure enough, like a movie in the making, the score was all tied up and barely a minute left on the clock. With the ball in the hands of an alloy comprised of iron and carbon, 30 seconds on the clock, only a single point was needed to edge the Collingwood fans to their long-awaited climax. Two edging jokes in this round. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Lateral base kicked the ball and secured the much-needed <laughs> point. What the fuck? The Crows weren't dead just yet. They regained composure, fired the ball out of the defensive 15 were away. Scenes at the Adelaide Oval. Just like a movie, the ball sailed through the air, straight into the hands of Pies captain Darcy, who said, no more silly business, and held the ball till the final siren blared. They cannot keep getting away with this. <laughs> Final score, Pies 59, Crows 58. I'm not sure if I prefer lateral base or <laughs> you referencing your own reel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can't keep getting away. <laughs> no, that's been all the talk of the town, funnily enough. Ooh, your meme. Absolute echo chamber in the yeah. AFL world. Mm -hmm. All the forums, just, they can't keep getting away with it. Mm -hmm. And to confirm the shootout that absolutely wasn't, Crows 7 16 58, Collingwood 8 11 59. Technically, <laughs> it was a shootout. <laughs> Fucking Stormtrooper shootout. <laughs> <laughs> Should have made that with like the, the Crows from early in the season where they were spanking the power with like, you've got like the Republic troops and then you've got the Imperial <laughs> Stormtroopers in this match. Uh, Matt, sorry, what are your plans tomorrow? Uh, I could probably whip it up. As long as it's before the next round of games, I think it's still current enough. Yeah, yeah. It can just be a simple meme. It doesn't need to be a video. Okay. Yeah, mm. just a four panel. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. And then you put it on 4chan. Mm. Um, <laughs> Isaac Rankin missed such an easy shot at one point. He miskicked it so bad. He was just like fucking strolling into practically an open goal. Or he could have handballed it over the top to the other guy and he took the shot inside of the boot behind. <laughs> and then you audibly hear all the Crows fans vomit in unison. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that that's got to be one of the worst losses in recent AFL times in it's terms just, of kicking performance. It's sickening <laughs> and heartbreaking mm. at the same time. Because they would have, I can only assume, had majority possession and been winning everything to have that number of kicks. You'd, yeah, you'd think so. Um, I'm pretty sure... Pretty sure Collingwood didn't get. Oh no, they were in front in the in the second quarter. Let's have a look at the team stats. Uh, no, Collingwood had more disposals. Uh huh. And they were more efficient. They weren't uh, as efficient inside fifty though. And weird game. 
Oh, sorry, I'm on the wrong round. Oh. <laughs> Whoopsies. Oh, no. Ad- Adelaide had more disposals by 12, so not that many more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, more approximately efficient, 7% more efficient. Yeah, 10 more Both free Both teams kicks. less than 50% efficient inside 50. That's fucking shocking. Yep. Heaps more hit-outs, too, because Collingwood also doesn't have a rock. Mm. Which doesn't help. Uh, but Collingwood had 21 more clearances. Mm-mm. So perhaps, perhaps do better with your... Uh, Ruck tapping down to advantage because mm. it certainly wasn't happening. Do you want to hear the best stat from this match? Go on. Time in front. Yeah, here we go. Adelaide, 109 <laughs> minutes, 55 seconds. Collingwood, 30 seconds. Oh, that's brutal. Outrageous. <sighs> you can't make it up. So brutal. Yeah. All right, quick uh, shoe-in recap. Keelan went back to the well with the Ds once again. I fucking drank so much from that well. <laughs> quick win with n- by 90 points. Uh, we had a sweep across the board. I won with the Lions, 48. And Matt won with the Bulldogs on 29, by 29. So, well done, boys. Nice. Matty's on six, I'm on five. Keelan's on two. Good Coming job. up. Good job, bud. Thanks, Chief. Um, we might actually be able to put these out as a... You know, uh, bookmaker of choice, uh, Storm of the Beach pick of the week, Ooh. sort of multi. Oh, because we're will. actually doing good now. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> Back us while we got it. Can't lose multi of the week, shoe in of the week. All right, this week I'm shooing in the West Coast Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. They wow. are due. <laughs> Ju- juicy odds. Yeah. Uh, and at Snagbaggers recap, Mitch Lewis. On the board, at least one four. Mm. Uh, Simkin, none, none. Mm. Twenty four disposals. Uh, Merritt back from suspension, zero zero. Alex Sexton, uh, zero one. Hit the post. Tough. Uh, <laughs> ben Brown didn't play. Darcy Ford didn't play. And then onto a bit of uh, positive AFL news. So official announcements: Tassie's getting a team. Huzzah. Woo! No, there's, a, there's a clap button. Uh, hold on. Uh, uh, if we remember, it does go for longer than we want it to. <laughs> so That's okay. Thanks, everyone, for sticking by us in these <laughs> troubling times. Uh, but good to see. Um Finally, they'll be getting a team. Uh, 2028 season has been marked as the confirmed entry date of the men's team, and they're finalising when the women's team will join the AFLW. Um, I'm happy for the people of Tasmania. Obviously, a massive football state. Yep. Uh, low population mm. in regards to density, so it makes it a bit tricky as a business case sort of thing, but uh, they'll be very happy to, to get things rolling down there. Um I don't want to see a repeat of what happened with Suns GWS where they add a 20th team really quick after Tassie joins mm. because then it just dilutes it too much and you'll just end up with, you know, two teams getting spanked by 100 points every week yeah. for the first two years. Yeah. Um, I'd rather, as much as I hate seeing a buy every week, I'd rather teams have a buy every week for like three, four, five years, yeah, to be long honest, it takes. until they get competitive. I agree. Um 
and then the league, you know, a bit more parity and stuff like that. North doesn't have a lot of members. No. Nor does Gold Coast. No, exactly. So, yeah. Well, that's your fault on both accounts. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could solve both these problems. <laughs> yeah, you could just have online... I'm just one man. <laughs> online uh, Ruse membership and get your free KO. Ooh. Um, and then get the same membership I have for the Suns and mm. pump those numbers up. But mm-hmm. here we are. Oh, well. If only there was something we could do. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what will be interesting to see, obviously, the Jack Jumpers are very successful down there. They are, um, and you know, tickets sell out very quick and stuff like that. But I think that people don't know. You know, Tasmania football state. It's also a basketball state. Basketball's huge in Tasmania and has been for a long time. Yep. There was when I first got into basketball was when I was living down there, and there was more teams in our comp when I was twelve, thirteen down there in our little comp at, at the club than there was at our club comp when I was in year 12 up here. Yeah. Uh, you know, Tassie, kind of shitty weather most of the year. Uh, indoor sports do pretty well. Yep. So basketball's a big one. Um, obviously, I think it's marked for how many seats? Is it 25-ish? 28,000 seats, something like that. They're, they're brand sure. spanking new. Uh, three quarters of a trillion, a billion dollar stadium. <laughs> You know, um, it'll be interesting to see if they can get decent crowds. I'm mm. sure there will be to start with. Um, they're not banking on the stadium being finished before the team enters because that would be a very quick turnaround for such a large stadium. Well, yeah, and like one of the, you know, most powerful teams in the league currently has an unfinished stadium, so. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Probably won't be using the same builders. You'd no, think. I, you'd hope that <laughs> surely they're not getting a recommendation It'd be done sometime in 2050. Yeah, especially with the commute from Geelong to Hobart. Yeah, it's yeah, a bit, exactly. <laughs> a bit exactly. ridiculous. Um, and like, I'm sure the crowds will be good to start with, but it sort of banks on that thing that there's a lot of footy fans down there already who already support and are mm. some sort of members of teams as well. Like, you don't uh, just automatically have a fan base like the Jack Jumpers because you know they wouldn't be identifying with, say, an NBL team who's, you know, the NBL's not as big as the AFL. But no. everyone down there has a footy team that they go for, whether it be Hawthorne or Saints are popular down there, for example. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, you'd, you'd think that, you know, you'd end up with a situation similar to... Here. Yeah, where people have two teams because yep. of, you know, what they've always done and then exactly. what they, what they um, adopt now. Yeah, Wouldn't so. surprise me to see, you know, more away fans from the bigger clubs anyway at their matches... Pretty classic Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That sort of vibe. Um, but as long as they get their indoor stadium, at least people won't have to freeze their ass off in mm. the drizzling rain in the middle of winter to watch their team lose. The wind factor. You yeah. Know, all the all the fun stuff. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, now, obviously, the, the name of the team is uh, a bit of a tricky one, uh, thanks to Warner Brothers, who allegedly own the copyright to the Tasmanian Devils. Um, that is surely a, that you, you can't because it's an animal. It it seems very strange. Um, given there was a VFL team, the Tasmanian Devils, mm. uh, who were they're the ones with the Tasmania on their chest. Yeah, that, yeah, that's the ones. Uh, they were going defunct and were in their last season in the VFL before crashing out. Mm. Um, when I first moved to Tassie in 08, something like that. 
So I went and watched a few of those games. There was, you know, a few hundred people at Bell Reve Oval for those ones sort of thing. Just go sit behind the goals and touch your footy every so often. You just go to the end that the other team was kicking to, basically. Yeah. Because they were getting smashed every week. Um, <laughs> so it seems strange that that team was called the Devils, but mm. they can't, in their in the AFL, call them the Devils. Uh, either way, um, can't be the Tigers because it's taken by the cricket. Yeah. Uh, the Jack Jumpers was obviously a bit of a surprise. Yeah. Um, but it makes sense given basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we've got uh, some names, some proposed names that we've come up with that we think could be could just be hits. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, should we just go full list each? You reckon? No, I reckon we we just fire them off. Just one each. Yeah. 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 Back and forth. Maddie, do you want to start with the, your top one? The Tasmanian Triangles. Interesting. Mm. Uh, I can see where it ties in. The mm. state is quite triangular mm. in shape. Thoughts, Keelan? The Tasmanian Ticklers. Oh. Interesting. Uh, I went quite scientific and uh, put in the Tasmanian Thylacines, um, but it <laughs> yeah. doesn't quite roll off the tongue. <laughs> no. I'd, um, I'd, I'd hate to see the uh, commentators such as BT spit that one out mid-play-by-play. Play. You send them up. Also, <laughs> kind of... like. Given that there's myths of them still existing, you kind of stitch yourself up for any jokes of a team performance mm. might be a myth. You know, yep. Such, yep, such. yep, 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 um, definitely. Good call. Could come back, yeah. Uh, Manny, you got another one? The Bass Strait Belters. It's not bad. The Van Diemen Vandalists. <laughs> Vandalize uh, it. I've got another. I should have that more. I've got another realistic one. Uh, the Tasmanian tiger snakes. They do actually have tiger snakes Ooh. down there. Ooh. Well, yeah, not terrible. Every single snake in Tasmania, wild, yeah. is poisonous. Yes, it's a great rule. You see a snake, you you're like, oh, don't go near it. Don't go near it. Not a carpet python. Must be <laughs> must be pretty hardcore snake to be living down there as a cold blooded animal. Oh yeah, fact. yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Pretty wild. Uh, Maddie, another one. The Greater Southern Victoria. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I ran the world dry pretty quickly, if I'm honest. Okay. Uh, I've got uh, the Hobart Huskies. I don't hate that. Don't hate it, but they're not going to buy it. It's not very Australian. No, exactly, exactly. Eddie Maguire's boys in black and white, not the pies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, are the Hobart homeless? Oh. Oh. Interesting. That's a, <laughs> it's a very uh, contentious name given the, exactly, yes. <laughs> given the situation with the stadium. Uh, I've thrown it back to the old days of uh, uh, Tasmania and their whaling industry, the Hobart yeah. harpoons. Oh, I like that. That's not bad. Can the poons? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My list takes a bit of a turn. Uh, the next name being barely an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> you put uh, automatic four points. <laughs> uh, I've got, keep in mind, from the last one onwards, all mine are off the cuff now. Off the dome. Uh, the Port Arthur Pedos. 
slightly harder than the buy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another uh, another one here: Tasmanian thieves. I can see the tie-in historically. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Home away from home. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a good trip for a weekend. <laughs> uh, then I've got the uh, West New Zealand Whalers yeah. tying into the ice hockey that's Whalers a, team. <laughs> that's a shocker. That's a brutal one. <laughs> I've got Little Australia. <laughs> I don't hate that. <laughs> it's kind of. <laughs> And then the, the final one I have is the uh, Tasmanian Tundra Tusslers. Oh. <laughs> I like that. It's a bit wordy, though. It yeah, is. But a bit much. Like but yeah, there but is also the greater Western Sydney Giants. <laughs> <laughs> that is a real team. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, but saying the... T- the Tassie Tusslers. Yeah, true. Because you're not going to go to the TTTs, are you? No. No. <laughs> Cut on the TTs. <laughs> <laughs> TTs out for the boys. <laughs> TTs out for the boys. <laughs> Lord. The Tassie Twin Serpents. Because of uh, incest. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, mm. you could tie in, you know, the, the Tassie Two Heads, for mm. example. Could do. Yeah. Um. Any others, Matty? Uh, testicular torsion. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking of things with T. Um, Alliteration is a very important part of is. a lot of team names. Yep. Um, and honestly, a lot of the time, the only thing holding them to their mascot. So, mm. Mm. the uh, big ball sack. <laughs> around the field. I was just about to say the the bastrate ball torturers <laughs> on the same theme. <laughs> oh, I've got also Terry's battered salves followed by <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> I was writing this around dinner time. I haven't had a battered sav in a while. Oh yeah. You know they should at the footy, they should do servo hot box stuff. Oh, absolutely they should. Yeah, yeah, I just want a hot box that's like 300 potato scallops. Yeah. <laughs> and then another hot box that's 300 battered salves. The um lasagna topper. The best bit about VFL footy in Tassie was just not even a battered salve. It was just a salve. <laughs> just savaloo by itself. <laughs> it it was, you know came to packed like a chico roll. It was just in a chico roll bag. Just this big salve that you just hoof down, a big greasy sausage. So mm. good in the in the chilly Tassie environment. Um, another one. Uh, what about the southern right whales? Both um, scientifically an accurate name. Mm. Mm. And there is whales around there. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> what about the Hobart huggers? <laughs> the tree mm. huggers. Louis they are the mm. green state. No, well, they're liberal, aren't they? Um, yeah, the Greens wouldn't like that. They're a, what if what if the bargaining chip for the Greens opposing the stadium was that they get to be the tree huggers? No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Although I think Tasmania is like the only like carbon Talk them into positive it. part of uh, negative carbon negative part of Australia. So I guess the uh, yeah, probably because it's like 
two dozen blokes that live there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and the rest and is you know, trees. three quarters trees. Yeah, <laughs> so. except for Queenstown, which is gravel. It's all rock, yeah. <laughs> and there's a river. Can't forget the Derwent mm. flowing mm. through and such. Mm. Now, some uh, from the announcement from North Hobart Oval today, which is a mm. heap, um, by the way. Uh, uh, big Gill flew in there and they, you know, cut the chain, I guess, on one of the gates and let everyone in. Um, the The announcement from the Premier was that they're hoping to play games, uh, obviously, in Hobart, Lonnie, and in the Northwest as mm. well, which is the other populated part of Tasmania. Uh, don't ask about the Southwest because it's all wilderness environment. There's, the Southwest, n- there's no one down there. Except the bloke running the charter flights. Yes. To do the walk back. Yes, exactly. It's him and, and the Tassie Tigers live yeah. down there. Well, well sh- <laughs> that's a well-kept local secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that would be very interesting to see. Uh, I, I assume they'd have to play in, I don't know, Devonport or... Uh, I guess Devonport, really. Well, you're not Bernie playing would be in too Bernie, small. No. You're not playing in Penguin. Um, <laughs> you're not playing at Stanley, that's for sure. Penguins are a big thing in tackle. Speaking of the town, obviously, but mm. the penguins are a pretty reasonably that could be large the, part the Tassie of penguins. Yeah, Tassie penguins, not yeah, a bad yeah. move. Um, no alliteration though, which is a big fucking no. Buzzkill, no, uh, I played for the Taruna Penguins rugby club oh, yeah. when I was down there. Um, obviously, no alliteration, but uh, Taruna Beach on the Derwent mm. did have penguins from time to time. Hence yeah, okay. the name. Um, oh, you'd be like the Hobart Hewans, Hewan Pines. Could, yeah, yeah, you could be. If you like trees, could be the big, the big trees. There's some good smelling wood. Yeah, <laughs> um, doesn't rot as well, long lasting. Yeah, it just kind of sits at the bottom of the forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hardy, Tom. Uh, yeah, um, maybe they could take on uh, the mascot of the team that Warwick Kappa was allegedly going to go play for on Revive from the Dead in the local Tassie League, which was the. Uh, Comanche Robins, they could be the Tassie Robins. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Hmm. There is a lot of small bird life around. Or mm. well, the Wedgetail. Oh, no, sorry. Hold on. We've got the West Coast Eagles. <laughs> yeah, I, I was thinking, you know, maybe a sea eagle, but there's mm. already the eagles going there's on. There's plenty of aviary names, actually. I yeah. think we just cull the, cull the robins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, fuck, then you lose penguins, technically. Yeah. I think you could skirt penguins into there. Yeah, um, I guess they don't really Could fly. be Port Arthur penguins. I don't hate that. Yeah, not terrible. Yeah, Ooh. better than the Port Arthur pedos. <laughs> more more marketable, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Redemption story, though, for the pedos. People love an underdog. I don't know. <laughs> Tough. <laughs> Tough sell. I bet the, the pedos would get a lot of ball touches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> it's growing on me. <laughs> What's growing, sorry? <laughs> <laughs> mm. it's, it's becoming engorged. Oh, that's a bit much. Um, a, a great name for a sports team would be the Hobart Hurricanes. That's got a good ring to that's it. such a shit name. Dead set, because we don't fucking have Hurricanes. Dude, it's so windy down there, though. They have All cyclones. The time. They have cyclones. Not down there. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't call them the Hobart wind. 
I guess there is a Melbourne Storm. Wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Brisbane Heat. What are the weather words? Hobart Hail. Oh. Oh. It's kind of shit. Dangerous. <laughs> Got to pull your car inside. Southern Sleet. Ooh. Great Southern Sleet. Hobart Hale is unironically the best one thus far. <laughs> and you could have Unfortunately. a wa- you could have a wacky mascot. Like a guy in just a white morph suit. <laughs> <laughs> He's running around cutting shapes. <laughs> well imagine calling yourself, I don't know, for example, like naming your club after the sun. <laughs> And then trying to figure out a mascot what, that's what, not just a fucking what, son. What were the people of Phoenix thinking? <laughs> imagine, imagine the Hobart Hale mascot being just a bloke in full white. Yeah, and as as we well are well aware, it gets mm. cold in Hobart. Mm. Fact. So they ceremoniously start their games, their home games, by lighting a torch and running it to like this the central flame, if you will. <laughs> So, there, mm. there is a cenotaph right near where the stadium's going to be, actually. And you've got this little bloke in white with a torch <laughs> running towards, <laughs> and the crowd's chanting. I'd love to see that. The, It'd the, be funny once. The white hands of Hobart. Oh. Oh, man. Ah. I wonder what they will come up with. Because we... I mean, any of the things we just said, are, you know, we'll, uh, we would like financial kickback if obviously they're used. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. If Greater Western Sydney Giants is a team, anything's possible. Mm. Mm. Uh, it's... And... We think it, it's going to be like a Tas. It's a Tasmanian team. It's not a Hobart team. It's a Tasmanian yeah. team as a whole. So, it's it's probably going to have to be a T word, isn't it? Really? Mm, yeah, Tasmanian tits or something. Yeah, like, like the birds. Yeah, yeah, of course. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, sorry. Exactly. Um, um, obviously, because slightly AFL related loves, to the robins. Yeah. AFL loves birds. So. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of like other aquatic life, like. Uh, like sharks and stuff, but there's not really any down there that have a nice tea. You know, it could be the Makos. Tasmanian turtles. Oh. Oh. Mm. Turtles are pretty cool. Yeah, turtles are fucking sick, dog. You know what they do have down there in the lakes? Trout. <laughs> oh. Tassie yeah. trout. The, the rainbow trout and their jerseys can just be great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They can be oh. pink and green with a little oh, ye- yellow like, tinge to it. No, no, wait. I don't like that at all. <laughs> it's growing on me. <laughs> you could have all the Tassie Trout screamers behind the goals wearing the bright yellow overalls up to their nips mm. with little rods. Mm-hmm. And every time a goal's kicked, everyone leans forward and goes, It's ah. <laughs> <laughs> so a little, little rod with a little flag on the end. So instead of flags, they have little rods with a little thing on the oh, end. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're onto something here. I'd go for that team. Not the most Australian animal. The Ooh. trout. Look. Yeah. It's not, but it is a 
you know, it's a known part of their ecosystem. So is the wombat, though. They're pretty iconic. Yeah, they are pretty iconic. And also there. wombats are rapid. They are quite rapid on the land. Yeah. Um, and they're cute. If only it started with a T. Twombats. That's <laughs> many um, shocking. Uh, Tasmanian Karawongs. Hmm. They're pretty smart too. Yeah. Back into the birds though. There's yeah. a lot of birds. Yeah. Fuck no. I've done it again. Yeah. Um. I feel like. Oh, whoopsies. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't hate to see like you know killer whales or mm. orcas or something, but it's hard to tie in. That'd be yeah. cool. Immense. The well, they are. They are immense creatures. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I, I'm. I'm still intrigued by turtles. Mm. There's not a lot of turtles down there. It's pretty yeah, cold. Yeah, chilly. Yeah, bugger. Um, we could take a page out of the Jack Jumpers book and mm. go mm. another type of ant, which is down there, the Inchman, the Tassie <laughs> Inchman. Very large type of bull ant. Uh, yeah. Approximately an inch long. In case you're wondering. That's oh, is that? Is that why they got the name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hurt like a prick when they bite you. Oh. Yeah. That is huge for an ant. Yeah. It's kind of terrifying. <laughs> I saw them the first time. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the biggest ant I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. You probably should. there was eight of them carrying a baby off. <laughs> <laughs> you probably shouldn't go back to the same well as another team from a different code, though. No, probably not. Probably not. Yeah. Like, there's no precedent to go back to one of the wells because, obviously, you know, hurricanes. No, and, and I wouldn't hate to see uh, the Mariners was another older VFL team that they had down there too. Mm. I wouldn't hate that at all. Um, makes sense. Hmm. Um, what about the settlers? Ugh. Colonists? Oh. Tough to get across the line, maybe. Yeah, it might be Could a bit be. tough. <laughs> Could be. Especially with the current indigenous numbers in Tasmania. What about the penal colonists? Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> Matt likes that better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I think I'm going wombats. Wombats isn't bad. Yeah. Pretty iconic. I like I like it when they're Australian animals, you know. Mm. Could keep with the um the windy theme and go the tornadoes. Pretty easy. Yeah. Sports teams and weather events. Pretty iconic. Five minutes ago, we thought it was dumb. Well, it is, but here we are. It's a step up from penal colonists. <laughs> <laughs> we went, yeah, back, we went down. On, and he did that on purpose <laughs> to make his tornado <laughs> shit sound better. Uh, argument, argumentation 101. Argumentation. It's not nearly as ridiculous as the testicular torsionists. That's no. a tough <laughs> No. Uh, Explain that one to me, young man. <laughs> I do like the Tassie trout a lot. I don't. You just like the idea of the fans have something. Oh, easy. absolutely. Mm. Yeah, just just a they, big old wacky fisherman mascot. If they had the if they had rainbow jerseys, Guernseys, they would have so many fans instantly. You've seen how all the Pride Guernsey jersey stuff blows up across the codes. That's our angle. Yeah, we sell the Pride angle. Yeah, mm. 
LGB Tasmania. The- oh, <laughs> that's better. <laughs> Except actually, no, but replacing trans with Tasmania is probably not a good move. Problematic. For- yeah. Um, <laughs> they'll get over it. LGBTQI plus Tasmania. Mm, mm. It's a good angle. Where the where the pride of Tasmania. Ooh. Oh. The rainbow trout. Oh. Ooh. Mm. And then just completely rip out Adelaide's song, but just make it Tasmania instead of Adelaide. So good. So the pride of South Australia. No, I, I get yeah, it, yeah, yeah. but I don't like plagiarism. <laughs> I can't wait. That's another thing I can't wait for is their song. Mm. Gold Coast song, not great. GWS song. Memeable at best. <laughs> Gold Coast song to like for for the youngest club in the competition. Fair, it's all right. You you wouldn't really you take someone that's never they've been in cryogenically frozen. <laughs> they they can't speak. You go. This is AFL. Listen to eighteen different songs. Pick the most recent one. Yeah, they go. GWS. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is this? Yeah. If it doesn't have a string or a wind instrument or a brass of some kind, I, needs, don't, I don't want it. It needs brass. Yeah. Like it's just necessary. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, the Sydney Swans have a ukulele, a bit of uke action. Little, doesn't little, scream, little riff, little uke riff. Scream footy. Yeah. The, the uke's screaming, though. <laughs> Electric yoke. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's another thing I, I can't wait to see because that was that was something that was released for the Suns like pretty pretty early on in their development as a after the announcement of it being a footy club as well. Yeah, okay. Um so we'd likely see that before they uh before they get into their big league. What in twenty twenty eight? Yes. But uh I assume they'd be <laughs> Joining the VFL first, oh, yeah, and doing you know a couple rounds there, perhaps. That's what that's what the Suns and GWS did. We can hope. We can hope. Might see um, some jerseys. Mm. You know they're just going to be dark green with fucking Tasmania on the front. Yeah, with a big T in the middle of it too, in case you couldn't recognise Tasmania because it's left off every Aussie map. I can hope. <laughs> Thank you very much. Let him have. Let him yeah, have. Don't yeah, don't fucking give me those eyes. All right? Don't squash my hope. I'm going to after this I'm going to send the rainbow trout straight to the Tassie Football Club commission. Straight, straight to Gill. Straight to the working commission and yeah. Here you go. Did it for you. Yeah. We've got the marketing down too. Waiters, rod flags. It's pretty brilliant. Yeah. I'll send a competing pitch for the Port Arthur Pedos, but (laughs) it'll make yours seem better. Gil, here's your two options. (laughs) False dichotomy is a good move because if they think, fuck, these are our two options, we're in. Exactly, exactly. They've undoubtedly rattled off the weather debacle. Yeah. The turtles, penguins fiasco. They haven't thought of the pedos. They've got their backs against the wall. <laughs> you've you've made a good point though of um the fans reeling in 
people after a goal. Oh, Imagine yeah. someone like Benny Brown coming in to take his kick and they're Reeling. there they're there doing the fly action where you go back and forth with the line it's all so doing this good. one. And then you reel it in when you get a bite. It's too good. Um I wish we had it. Maybe we should start our own footy club <laughs> with <laughs> blackjack strippers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Can we um? Can we perhaps tip? We should probably do the tips. We probably um, should finish AFL before the two-hour mark on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> probably, probably. Uh, another quick note. Um, obviously, we had an announcement of the new CEO being Andrew Dillon taking over from Gil McLaughlin. Mm. Uh, AFL spent a million bucks to try and find a candidate um, from you know around the ground, see what was out there on the market. Uh, Andrew Dillon worked down the hall from Gil uh, <laughs> as part of the AFL, so he's just moving up the ladder. Well done. Nice. We've got CEO at home. <laughs> uh. All righty. Tips out for the boys. Uh, while I get my app up, what do we got first? Oh, we begin the uh, the weekend with a, a Friday night game, 7.50 p.m. at Marvell Stadium. We've got the Carlton Blues versus the Brisbane Lions. Tough. Wow. I think choice. Do you reckon Brisbane have shaken their travel woes after their big winner gather around? No. No. <laughs> I'm going Calton just because. Calton in the in the enclosure of Marvel Stadium. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, Mackay hasn't been doing, no. hasn't been exciting at all, but Kerno no. certainly was. I, I feel like the odds are a bit of an overreaction to Carlton's performance last week. Against Absolutely. The, against, Agree. Against the Waffle Eagles, mm. who... This week we'll have to pick all of their healthy blokes on their team list that they have signed because otherwise they don't have enough players Outrageous. for the rules. Um, they've got 26 healthy blokes on their list. That's it. 17 injured. They're definitely getting an injury this game too. Oh, absolutely. Gonna, yeah. Um, and But it also, you know, potentially you can't take much out of a Lions win at the Gabba versus no. a Perth team. So, That's you know, it. Uh, I'm going the Lions. On yeah, this fair. One. I think it's gonna be an interesting midfield. Oh, it's gonna fight. be such a tough midfield battle. Yeah, uh, it'll come down to uh, accurate goal kicking. Mm. It'll be close. Fair. Dropping my margin. Yeah, I've got it. I've got it eight. Yeah. yeah, six for me. Ooh, Ooh. single mm. goal at the death, perhaps. Mm. Mm. Interesting. All right, uh, Saturday afternoon, Richmond hosting the, the Eagles. I love a bottom-of-the-table clash, but I'm taking <laughs> Richmond. These are such rude odds, given Richmond's way down there on the table as well. Yeah, given they suck. Yeah, yeah. This team that keeps picking Noah Bolter in their lineup, <laughs> even though he's clangers are through the fucking roof. <laughs> yeah. Coming into the match fresh off a six-pack mm. <laughs> of hazies. I think they do fours. I they, they do, do fours. Sixes. Yeah, they do fours, yeah. Fucking classic small brewery. Although they are, they did sell out, so they might do sixes now at bigger True. establishments. Um, Geelong at their at their Great Wall of Geelong Stadium hosting Adelaide. Mm, easy. After Adelaide's collapsed last week and Geelong's yeah. just smashing yeah. people up and down the field. Take the form. Yep. Ooh, at the bank, boys. Yeah. Oh. Saturday afternoon. Suns hosting the D's. Probably Melbourne. It's probably Melbourne. It's probably Melbourne. 
really unfortunate, but just the way it's got to be. Matty Rao's going to lay so many tackles, though, because I don't think the Suns are going to be winning much ball in the middle. Mm. Uh, Witsy is good, but up against two very good Ruckman and a very good midfield, uh, Matty Rao's going to be second to the ball a lot. Matty Rao for 20 touches. That's 20, 20, 20 tackles. tackles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take the over on whatever his tackles are. <laughs> Take the over on his fantasy points too, because tackles rack up so many fantasy points. Actually, yeah, okay. Uh, but probably the D's win that one. I reckon. Mm. I'd be happy with a win. I'd be very happy oh, with a win. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, the emotional emotional hinging on that one. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Where are we next, Maddie? The honey hole. Back to the honey hole. Oh. Mm. The nation's capital for a. Uh, Western versus Greater Western Derby. Bit of fire in this matchup, usually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have a feeling we're not going to see many patrons at, at, at this match in Canberra uh, sleeveless at 7.30 at night. No, that is a scheduling Not, not like disaster. the last game. Uh, Actually, <laughs> that's yeah nightmarish. Grow up at that point. Um, just switch your games around. Surely Melbourne and Gold Coast could play the later slot. Yeah, I'd I'd be happy to switch just for the people in Canberra's just, sake. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go the Bulldogs. Yeah, yep. this is tough for me. Um, I think maybe GWS, actually. Oh, they're, they're a bit up and about. Mm. Not a great record in Canberra, though, but, yeah, but bo- I mean, boosted from the win last week. Yeah. A victory would be sweet at the Honey Hole. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, tough look on the forecast for Canberra. Actually, Actually let's go straight up to uh, the Honey Hole's suburb. <laughs> You're not going to give it to me. Wowee. Okay. Wowee. Is what it is. Uh, Saturday, we're looking at 3 to 15 degrees. Uh, <laughs> by the time I first bounce at 7 p.m., it'll be cloudy and 9 um, it's probably a good thing that it's cloudy because it'll mean it'll be slightly warmer. Um, and yeah, nine degrees. By 9 p.m., it'll be seven degrees and raining. Uh, good thing, though, uh, better than Sunday's weather, which is minus one to nine degrees and 60% chance of showers. Mm. So at least your game's not on uh, Sunday. Mm. Uh, rug up anyone going to the footy. Um, Why do you live in Canberra, realistically? And, and just pray that that rain doesn't turn into sleet or snow while you're there. Get out the Patagonia. <laughs> Going to need a few few layers. Yeah. Uh, over to Optus. Yeah. The Dockers back at home against the Hawks. Uh, I'm taking the Hawks here. Wings, uh, will, wings will be sore. Long flight. I think the Hawks have a chance. They, yeah, they I, definitely have a chance. The odds are a bit rude. Um, Fremantle's just looked atrocious so far. Yeah. See, the Hawks look good and lose, and Frio look bad and lose. Mm. Mm. Reminder that North Melbourne beat Fremantle, I believe, if I'm my memory serves me correctly. They did. But that was the good North Melbourne. They've disappeared somewhere. That was round two, North Melbourne. No, no, no. See, well, I, I, I think they've been the same North Melbourne all along. Oh, maybe. Frio just suck. Because remember, I'm pretty sure North started the season with West Coast Frio. Yes, that is correct. So I would argue that it was the opposition and not the team that made them look good. It's coming out in the wash. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
I don't know if I trust Hawthorne enough. You certainly can't trust Fremantle, though. That's, <laughs> the, that's the hardest thing. <laughs> Not at all. And you can't trust Optus either, given uh, they're likely to leak your data. <laughs> <laughs> so pick the away team. Oh, man, this one. But no, do what you will. This one's tough. Hawthorne have had three impressive weeks, in my opinion. Mm. They've fought hard. If there's an upset this round, it's this one. Every every other game's actually reasonably tight, so, uh, odds-wise. Yeah. Uh, I'm oh, going to go Hawks, actually. Yeah. Hawks, uh, for your gambles out there, Hawks plus 16.5 points. I think that's good because it'll be a close game. Yeah. And uh, even take the under 165. Because I'm these, sorry, what did you say? These teams are garbage. Are you... F- <laughs> No, sorry, you just said bet the under. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> you feeling all right? Even if it's a blowout, um, like two matchups ago between these two sides, uh, where Fremantle won 108 to 46, that under would have still hit. Don't worry about that one, though. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Freo of last year, the uh, flag mantle. 108 alleged. to 46, yeah, you yeah. say. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Will Ned Reeves be making an appearance? It's entirely possible. Ooh. Couldn't tell you. I see. Uh, I'm still going to stay with the Hawks. Yeah, I'm going the Hawks. I'm is not going to watch this game. This is the perfect game to bet the under. It's just a game you're not going to watch. If you're going to bet under on anything, don't watch that game. Cause 7.30 it's stress, p.m. Stress the whole time. 7.30 p.m. on Saturday, I'll be there. No, nah, I'll it. be I'll be watching the boys freeze their ass off. I'll be watching all the long sleeves down in Canberra. Mm. Yeah, because that's going to be fiery. No, it'd be quite, quite cold. <laughs> Port Adelaide versus Essendon at the Adelaide Oval to kick off Sunday. Uh, as I alluded to last week, Essendon's on the way down. <laughs> um, Facts. You're going to get relegated, um, and they're going to get spanked here. Port Adelaide. I don't know about a spanking, but I think definitely Porter. They got the power to win. <sighs> Fuck's sake. Come on. That's they do. <laughs> they certainly do. Yep. Uh, we've got a classic aviary matchup at the <laughs> Melbourne Cricket Ground. The Pies versus the Swans. Mm. And I think it's the Pies. It's going to be the Pies. Yeah, half the back of them. By one. One? Well, they won't be kicking straight. Uh, but Sydney might not be able to hold on to a lead. No. So. Yeah. Pies in a close one. And to finish us off, oh, my God, what a game. (laughs) (laughs) Marvel Stadium, North Melbourne. Please tip the Saints. (laughs) Oh, shit. You can't take North Melbourne in this spot, surely. No, but I mean they do for a win though. <laughs> and the Saint Saints are on the way down. Just lost. Oh my god. All rides on this. What will Isaac tip? Standing by. This is uh, I have to pick St. Kilda here. I gotta be out of my mind to pick North Melbourne. North Melbourne fans rejoice. <laughs> Hold on though, I think West Coast are slightly worse odds to win than North Melbourne on the AFL app. 
Correct. So I would allow you to show in St. Kelda. That's not even the game I want to show in because I I don't trust them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we can use it as a test for if showing uh, them in cancels out the uh, the curse. The curse. But then imagine losing <laughs> the show in and the tip. Yeah, but for the culture, it's good content. I show in St. Kilda. St. Kilda's going to win, and I show them in. St. That Kilda. allows me to then tip St. Kilda Football Club. St. Kilda. Well, how are they going to win? St. Kilda 40 plus. St. Kilda <laughs> 60 plus. Is Max King back yet? No, damn. he's not. He's not. Damn, damn. So damn. they'll be kicking straight then. So, yeah, St. <laughs> Kilda to win. Uh, that leaves us with show ins. Geelong. Oh, you fucking piece of oh shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I honestly think Adelaide Mortal Lock of the Century. Adelaide's odds are looking ruder than they should be there. They though. are rude. Um yeah. it should be like two dollars. Yeah, so uh tips I'd, out. I'd say take the over and a shootout, but we saw what happened with Adelaide last week, so the shoeing could come me. could come to hurt me. I I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it would be the upset of the round if Adelaide were to beat Geelong at home. Uh, I don't know. Geelong are, Geelong are just different now. They're, they're all the way back, truly. Dangerfield isn't... N- none of that Liverpool all the way back. Uh, yeah, he, Dangerfield isn't the shell of himself that he was at the start of the season. He's like full-on no. Geelong captain. Danger zone. Danger zone. He's oh, well, you, neither of you liked it <laughs> earlier, but now you're back in it. He's just got the song pumping through his head the whole game. I listen to that song far too often, if I'm honest. <laughs> Um, Geelong are legit all the way back. Mm. Um, so I I would be surprised if Adelaide won, but the the odds are still rude. Uh, with the third pick of the round eight shoe in draft, I've picked the Collingwood Magpies. Oh, which is a tough one. A I think a brave one, but pies, flag pies, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so those three bundled up into a nice multi dollar ninety five. Not great odds for three teams. Yeah, ballsy takes this you week, fellas. Ballsy. Um, really going out on a limb. Uh, if I was to shoe in a team, not for content, being St Kilda, uh, I would take Port Adelaide responsibly. Mm. Mm. Might make the odds a little home. bit better. Yeah. Dollar fifty two by themselves, um, but yeah. Well, Matt out here sending in his tips to the official chat before the episode's even over. That's efficient, Matty. What a guy! <laughs> what a guy! Uh, I haven't had a look at the the ins for returning snag baggers. Uh, neither have I. Should we? Should we omit? I'm happy to omit, given that we are going to be over oh, yeah. our recommended time limit. Who recommends the time limit? Uh, the podcast union. <laughs> <laughs> we should have had three breaks by now. Yeah, well, you've gotten up to blow your nose. Matt got I up have. to have a stretch, and I've fucking sat here through thick and thin. <laughs> uh, I've put tip. I put. I put, I put the, the shoe ins in the wrong section, but we'll get over it. All right, work it out. Matt, do you want to bounce the ball? Bounce the ball. Yeah, the biscuit NBA association. Yoffs. Yeah. I suppose I could. Breeze through this, hopefully. Uh, NBA playoffs. On the east, we've got Miami versus New York. 
Um, it seemed like Miami were going to run away with it. Jimmy Butler got injured, uh, sadly. Don't know for how long he'll be out. Tyler Harrow's also injured. But huge game from the Knicks today. Uh, Julius Randle almost posting a triple-double. Uh, Josh Hart, one assist shy of posting a triple-double. And some other dude almost getting a triple-double. <laughs> May have been Brunson. Don't know. Pretty impressive game. Uh, Celtics, looking in good form. Arguably the team to beat. Everyone thinks they're going to go all the way. Odds on five. Yep. Win the chip and such. And MVP, most valuable player in the league, mm-hmm. Joel Embiid. Uh, sadly injured. Missed oh, game one. That'd be a big loss for them. Huge loss. Mm. He's the MVP. Mm. Uh, James Harden scored 45 points to beat the Celtics in in the first match. Mm. Uh, pretty cool. Uh, his pregame attire, James Harden, oh. <laughs> pulls up straight from Sesame Street. How are you going to let the cookie monster drop 45 on you? Credit to Jimmy Jack, fan of the show. Known lawman. He's a police officer. <laughs> yeah. He sent me the fit and he goes, mm-hmm. Cookie, cookie monster looking at <laughs> us. Oh, so you're telling me he not only supplied you with the news, yep. but he gave you the punchline. I just stole everything he said. Okay, cool. Yep. Maddie's- he will probably arrest you. Maddie's, <laughs> <laughs> Maddie's done his uh, NBA Yoffs recap. The Amy Schumer way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As for the Western Conference, the assorted meat parts, the nuggets. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. Looking unstoppable. Uh, Jokic, who is not the MVP. No, Uh, of course not. No, it's because he's... He'll be silly. Not the most valuable player. Uh... Went toe-to-toe with the Phoenix Suns, Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and such, mm-hmm. scoring 39 points. Uh, as many points as the greatest postseason player we've ever seen, Devin Booker. So Jokic ties Booker in points. <laughs> but also got a billion rebounds, mm. as well as some other stats. He's just like your precious Devin Booker, but literally better. <laughs> Not as good, as good as... Quote, unquote, man who scores points, apparently. If only there was a award, an award for point getting. But unfortunately, I'm aware of no such award. I should probably do an award for that, I reckon. Oh, well. Also, the Lakers and Curry. Awesome. Huge matchup. Uh, The Golden State Warriors haven't faced off against the Lakers in 30 years. Something like that. Wow. Uh, Where where Golden State previously lost 4-1. Thirty but, years ago, yeah, I think you have to you have to back history on that, and so you get yeah, <laughs> you just have to take that. Um, I don't know, for it's, the, for the it's it's tough, it's tough. That's a wild uh, stat. I hadn't even thought of that because I was just like, oh, it's LeBron versus Curry. Yeah. We've seen this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Weird. <laughs> um, huge game from Anthony Davis. Thirty points, twenty rebounds, five assists, four blocks. Played the entire second half, no breaks. Uh, Kevon Looney, sort of a rookie up-and-comer, uh, I think had 25 rebounds by the end of it. Wow. Insane. 
really keeping them together. Um, Golden State look pretty dangerous. They only lost by a couple of points. It really took Anthony Davis playing an absolute monstrous game. Uh, and as we all know, oh, if you've been watching, uh, Steph Curry sealed the uh, second round of the playoffs by scoring 50 points in the previous matchup mm-hmm. uh, just two days ago. So, you know, possibly a little tired and worn on his legs. Still managed to pull out some of his tricks, but you can only imagine with some rest, he will be back up to scoring 30 points a game. Mm. Uh, but Clay Thompson looks dangerous. Jordan Poole, a lot of the cast were playing really well, and it was a really close game. Surely Lakers fans are scared that Anthony Davis played the whole second half. Played 44 minutes today. They'd have 48. He's but injured yeah, he now. Can't, he can't do that every game. He's, no. been, he's been looking very good this postseason. Yep. Very good. All it takes is one silly little injury. It does. Fucked, yeah. But even just, he doesn't look as soft Fragile. and as passive as mm-hmm. he has in the past. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He looks just ready to give it everything. Ready to bang bodies. Huh. Just banging dudes down low. Mm. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and after being eliminated in hilarious fashion, the Memphis Grizzlies. Very brutal. Dylan Brooks and his antics. Uh, perhaps have him on the outer in Memphis as a unrestricted free agent. Uh, they've informed him they yep. won't be bringing him back yep. in, in any capacity. Uh, after he, of course, said, I don't respect anyone unless they drop 40 on me. Uh, and and the, the Lakers eliminate the Grizzlies by 40 points. <coughs> uh, yeah. Interesting. You mess with the bull, you get the horns from everyone, it would seem. Yeah. Mm. Pretty merciless. It uh, turns out uh, maybe Le CCP has some deeper connections in the NBA than <laughs> than you'd think. You'd certainly think so today. <laughs> uh, the Lakers had about 30 free throws to seven. They have had that. Golden State of... had no free throws in the entire first half of the, the basketball game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the Lakers have had that sort of advantage all season, though, as well. Mm. Like far and away, yeah. more free throws than anyone else. But that They're could also be in... their play style. It could be. Could be. Um, given, you know, you're probably not going to get many free throw attempts throwing up a, a three like you do sometimes obviously right that was certainly the first today the lakers took 25 three-pointers right the warriors took 53 so yeah. you know you drive to the hoop you're going to get a call yeah. that's where the lakers score yeah especially anthony davis scores yeah. most of his points and he's a big man that can shoot yeah with a with really good efficiency from the line which is huge yeah exactly exactly all right Touching on the uh, the NHL, strap yourselves in. <laughs> so in the East, as alluded to earlier, uh, in Butcher of the Week, the Boston Bruins have uh, been knocked over in possibly the biggest upset in NHL history by the Florida Panthers, beating the Bruins in seven games after the Bruins set the record for most wins, most points earned by a team in an NHL season ever. Uh, Bruins fans... For them this season, the records meant nothing. It was cup or bust. Uh, turns out, bust. Um, the ironic thing 
about the Panthers team is the goalie was the same goalie for the Columbus Blue Jackets who swept the Tampa Bay Lightning in 2019 after Tampa Bay matched the record for season wins in 2019. Mm. Uh, so that goalie has been a vital part of both uh, of what was the biggest upset in history at the time and now this one, which is pretty wild. That's pretty cool. I think he's on like a $9 million or $10 million deal, which is huge for the NHL. He's on a like nine or ten by ten years. Like he's on a massive contract, but maybe this series alone gives you the worth. I don't know. I would say so. Yeah, pretty pretty good goalie either way. Um, the Toronto Maple Leafs obviously have broken their curse, progressing out of the first round for the first time since two thousand four, beating the Tampa Bay Lightning in six games. Um, might be their year after all. Nope. Uh, that being said, in their matchup uh, of their series against the Panthers, the Panthers uh, stole game one in Toronto. Uh, so may- maybe not. We'll see. Turns out the Panthers are pretty good, perhaps. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes uh, won their series 4-2 against the New York Islanders. Uh, while heartbreak occurred for the other boys, after being up two games in the series, the Rangers lost to the Devils in seven games. <laughs> uh, pretty brutal given the Rangers loaded up at, at the trade deadline as well, uh, bringing in a bunch of guys who will be free agents next year, mm. trading away a bunch of talent, stuff like that, just to bring in these sort of older big names, uh, experienced playoff players. Uh, yeah, there's no need to double load up. Not, <laughs> not a great finish for them. Uh, kind of sucks, uh, given I had a future on the Rangers as well. It would have been nice to have a Hurricanes-Rangers oh, so your fault. series uh, because then at least one of them would have got through to play for the East Conference title um, and had a shot there. Uh, but the series between the Canes and Devils starts tomorrow. Mm. Uh, over in the... In the West, uh, second-year sweethearts, the Seattle Kraken eliminated the reigning champs, Colorado Avalanche, in seven games, which is huge. So cool. Um, so now last year's champs are out. The winner for the two years before that was out, and uh, they were all, obviously the Lightning were also in the uh, cup playoff last year. So I think it's like the last three championship teams have been eliminated already after the first round. Um, the Dallas Stars coasted past the Minnesota Wild in six games and uh, Seattle stole the first game uh, in their matchup 5-4 in overtime today after being up 4-2 uh, from pretty early on. Went to overtime, but Seattle still won. Looking dangerous. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights rolled the Winnipeg Jets 4-1. Gentlemen's sweep. Uh, the only one in the NHL in the first round. Uh, and the Oilers knocked over the LA Kings in six games, so their their matchup starts tomorrow as well. Uh, so now my remaining teams are the Hurricanes in the East and the Oilers in the West. So good luck to me. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm worried. Uh, not worried about the Oilers. The Oilers are looking pretty good, but mm. the Canes have a tough matchup against the Devils, who are obviously a very good team. Mm. Um. But credit to the Kraken for coming out and no one was expecting them to be this good in their second year and they've come out and just smacked the champs around. It's so cool. Yeah. 
So cool. No. Second year, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the fans are going nuts because it's their only pro team too. Yeah. Mm. Oh, true. So they're, they're just loving it at Climate Pledge Arena. That fucking what, sorry? It's called Climate Pledge Arena. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. Hmm. Big greenies over there in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Building they, a new stadium. They do a um they do a salmon toss for their like three stars of the game. So they have like a plush salmon that each of the players come out with and lob over the glass to a fan. <laughs> I don't like that. I mean they could um they could swap it out for octopi if you'd like. No. But like it would make more sense. <laughs> Peg little baby octopus at fans, <laughs> uncooked. Well, no, I assume he meant plushy. Yeah, they, go out, little they plushy go out there with a the t-shirt cannon and start firing octopus at people. <laughs> I oh. think an octopus would get absolutely turned to turned to mush coming out of a t-shirt cannon. I don't know. I feel they're pretty robust. Yeah, they are. They can squeeze through tiny gaps and not get shredded. They're tasty too. Mm. I do like calamari. I reckon you could you could pack it pretty well too, and then it comes out and like spirals out, and <laughs> it float like a shuttlecock and land softly. Next week <laughs> on our Instagram, you will be seeing the first ever octopi t-shirt cannon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, been a good first round so far. Nope, few upsets. Um, another. Uh, a point I forgot to raise in the NBA is that uh, a representative of each of the seeds got through to the after the first round. So one through eight, if you mm. combine both conferences, have made That's it through. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So eighth seed Miami, seventh seed, seventh Lakers, mm. all the way through, which is pretty cool. Um, So the play-in is working as designed. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which, is, uh, which is pretty sweet. Um. <coughs> But yeah, big upset by the Panthers, a uh, big choke job by the Bruins. Uh, some are comparing it to when the Patriots went undefeated all season and lost in the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, some still say, you know, that's the biggest choke job. But, you know, the Panthers literally scraped into the playoffs by and point in a wild card spot and then come in and steal their lunch money. Others are comparing it to Arsenal bottling the league. But <laughs> <laughs> More to come. Speaking of football in it. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't skip ahead. The two and a half seconds. Uh, <laughs> to update Matt on what he was wondering earlier, the Arsenal-Chelsea result was a 3-1 to Arsenal. Nice. Point your microphone at your mouth if you're going to stand up there, Chief. Nice. You can pick it up off the table too. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Liverpool-Tottenham game was a fucking roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Um, Richarlison scored his first ever Premier League goal for Tottenham in the 90th plus whatever minutes. Credit to him. Yeah, full credit to him. He did the fucking chicken dance. He was a wanker. And then tops off. And then yeah, and tops off. Got a yellow card for yep. it. You can't take then, your tops off no, anymore. No, never. You would get no. you get yellow carded mm. Ev- forever. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. so you don't do it twice or you're off. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. So Ronaldo's just amassed. Oh, I don't know if Ronaldo like back in the day, but ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, right. Now definitely. Yeah, definitely. The last couple of years. I yeah, don't know, right. I don't know when it started. Um, 
But uh, yeah, like maybe 90 seconds later, Diogo Jota scored at the other end. Mm-hmm. So pff, suck it. <laughs> tough, tough look. Yeah, well, Rich Allison's ex-Everton, so fucking he can eat a fat <laughs> chode. Um, and uh, they drew with Leicester, Everton, by the way, <sighs> which I picked. Mm. I have picked <laughs> all but two so far. I missed the United-Villa uh, game because I thought Villa were better than they are, I guess. Yeah, and, we got uh, Palace-West Ham, uh, which I... I guess Crystal Palace are all the way back. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to touch on who's definitely getting relegated, but we should do that next week. Chelsea? <laughs> Mathematically, they can still get relegated. They can, they can. It's like 200 to 1 paying currently. Throw a couple <laughs> bucks on it. What's a couple bucks? For the for the glory of That's saying... glory of saying you tipped tip fucking Chelsea, Chelsea to get, get relegated. relegated. That's yeah, outrageous. Yeah, yeah. But also, pretty much all the teams under them would have to start winning at some point, which they haven't been mm. doing. Ah, Southampton won a game a while ago. <laughs> uh, importantly, though, I think the title race is over. As much as Optus Sport and the actual Premier League would like to make you believe, um, Arsenal winning a game and going back to the top of the league doesn't mean they're going to win the league. Uh, City are two games behind. I wonder what the odds are now. It'll well, be City. Oh, City have two more games to Still play. City, oh, it's City even stronger than it was it, last so week. Probably like what, maybe I don't know, six or seven or whatever. I don't know. I believe on last week's show, City were a dollar twenty favorites to win. They're now a dollar oh eight favorites to win. Yeah, right. Yeah, brutal. So if bookies are that confident, I'd yeah. say it's pretty much dead in the water. Yeah. Arsenal would need City. Oh, City's run in is actually a joke though. So they have a bunch of bottom table. Opposition coming up. I think they play West Ham. They'll batter the fuck out of them. They're done. Um, and the likes of, you know, those not very good teams. So. Yeah, you know. Hence the odds. That plays into the odds yeah. as well. Um, whereas Arsenal, I think, actually have one or two tough games. So Unlucky for Gunners fans. <laughs> Unlucky for fucking football fans. That Truly. Yeah. Football loses. I think football does lose every time City, win- City <laughs> yeah. wins. Yeah. Although, uh, after the whole debacle and, you know, talkings of them getting kicked out of every competition and having to go start their own Super League mm. um, for them to win the Prem. Although it's like... it's all, maybe, maybe you'll get retrospectively removed. Yeah, Asterix. In the three years after... Money wins. Yeah, Asterix bu- bubble chip, you know. <laughs> La Haaland. What is funny is... Uh, are you on the table right now? Can you tell me how many points Arsenal are on? Uh, sure. Hold on. Should be on the, yes. You can't because beat funding. 78. Yeah, so it's definitely not City's best year either, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Liverpool have had two, at least two 90-plus point seasons where they've lost the league mm. because City exist. Yeah. So Arsenal fans just need to, unfortunately, suck it up. Because they definitely had their opportunity, unfortunately. Yeah. It's pretty... It's not great. Liverpool's still knocking on the door of European football. Yeah, we're getting there. Just I think what, to, we got Brighton ahead of us on, uh, the, on, the, on, the, on the leaderboard. Oh, Brighton are below. Wow, yep. holy shit. Just me and you now. What a roller coaster. Our game's in hand, though. 
Yep. Ooh. Gonna be close. Yeah, Liverpool with a game in hand over Tottenham and Villa. Oh, Brighton are three games behind, bro. Oh, wow, they are too. How many points are they on? 52. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Brighton probably realistically are in front still. Never know with them. I mean, they did have a big win against Wolves, but it's a way. I've, I've tipped them their next game. Yeah. Which I think is actually against United. <laughs> Interesting. So either way, that's one of those teams has to lose. Yep. That's great and for Liverpool. Of, yeah, good for Liverpool. Yep. Liverpool mm. to make. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> mm. I hate this sense of confidence. <laughs> But also, it might come down to Allison coming up in the 90th minute for a fucking corner and the keeper, you know, banging it in. So, weirder things have happened. That's true. Liverpool just currently walking down that corridor towards that door that says back on it. Mm. Makes you, it makes me think, is it is it worse to be a North Melbourne or Hawks supporter or is it worse to be the Liverpool supporter? Where you, you know your team's... You know your team's outstanding, but they're just not winning. I think it depends on recent success as well. Mm. You'd rather go to 15 grand finals in the next 50 years and not win any of them. Oh, absolutely. Than not go at all. Than not play finals. Absolutely. For 50 mm. years. That's true. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. No. Yeah, Liverpool, Liverpool went to about 100 finals last year. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. It's a down year. We'll, we'll, we'll be back. Uh, it's all good. We'll surprise by Jude Bellingham. It'll be all good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Where'd you get all this funding from? Mm. <laughs> the city finance method. <laughs> uh, all right. Coin flip. Who is it, Matty? Isaac, I think. It is. Mm. All right. Are you ready? It's been a lot of... Wait. It's been a lot of tails recently. Uh, it's getting colder too. It so is. So that's going to affect it. Do you want another attempt today? Yep. Uh, the maximum today was... Oh, it was 26 today, but it's 18 now. 26 today. Didn't feel it. Yeah, not yeah, not really. Uh, temperature's greater than 25. Uh, eight heads, 20 tails. Ooh. Temperature's uh, less than 27. 11 heads, 22 tails. Matt, you're cramping up over there, are you? No. Which is why I'm standing. <laughs> there's, huh. be, there's been a lot of tails recently. It's almost like heads would be due. Uh, but I'm going to go tails. Yeah, I was going to say all this just for that. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. Tails. Heads. Mm, that was Joe. <laughs> wow. First, first tails prediction. Tails call loss of the year. It can't be. The good guys win. <laughs> <laughs> that was after, uh, what do we have there? Four tails in a row. Fuck's sake. And uh, eight out of the last nine were tails as well. <laughs> so he heads was due for another one, I think. Wowee. Um, we'll fix that up afterwards. Uh of course, it ruined all the formulas. <laughs> Local man forgets how to use spreadsheet. I can't drag down on my phone. It doesn't work properly. <laughs> Actually, mad. There we go. 
Uh, I'm now 15 and 5, record of 15 and 5. I don't like this guy very much. Yeah, cool. cool. Overall, uh, we are 34 and 25 mm. as a team. Mm. Not bad. Pretty good. Uh, results, 21 heads, 38 tails from mm. 59 attempts. Mm. <laughs> Heavily skewed one way. It's almost like... Head to be you every week. He's adjusted the slight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's going off. See you next week. Cheerio.